What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 184 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the Reverend Jared Petty. Doki Doki, glad to be here. And joining us once again, Game Explains, Andre I'm, Sears. Thank you for having me. We had, we had to have you for this episode because we are doing something very special today. This is the Smash Brothers Ultimate Bets and Predictions episode extravaganza. Uh, we're not going to do the normal format of the show where we talk about what we've been playing and all that stuff. It's just making Smash Brothers predictions, talking about everything that we've seen so far and how hyped we are and all of that stuff. Um, I am very excited to do this episode. I feel like we have a great set of gentlemen here to talk about all of this stuff. Um, but please follow along in the show. Leave comments below uh, for characters you want to see, predictions you have. I'd love to read them and interact with you guys there. Uh, but this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together to talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. And uh, for just $1, you can watch live like a whole bunch of people are right now. Or for a couple more dollars, you can get the show early as a video or a audio. And there's a whole bunch of other perks on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Right now, our fan mail tier is this <laughs> beautiful picture signed by Nick Scarpino, the champ. Jesus Christ. That's amazing. How much, how much does this bother you? <laughs> both, I, uh, both a lot and not as much as I feel like it should, probably. Exactly. <laughs> Did you guys interact a lot at IGN? Oh, yeah. He sat um, right on the other side of the cubicle for me, or a little bit uh, in that general area. So, mm -hmm. yeah, he was there the whole time I was uh, at IGN for two years. Did you, know. you partake in the Smash Brothers shenanigans with him uh, during the glory so, days? So, yeah. So, not only... So, there were there was two sets of shenanigans, I'd say. There was a tournament, which I won. Uh, and then there was the daily shenanigans we had, where he, that guy would just use pit constantly, yep. firing all those stupid fucking Nothing arrows. Changed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing changed. Nothing has fucking changed. <laughs> you just occasionally stand in the corner going, yee! It's to so irritate bad, you? That like, just took me like, back two years, or like yeah. ten years, yeah, uh, right there. Shout out to Patreon producers. We got three of them this week. Warren Moore, Eric Heitz, and Tom Bach. Thank you very much for everything that you do for this show. Um, let's get right into it, though, guys. All right. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yes. Where is your guys' hype level at for this game? And also, how much have you played of it so far? So I've played, I think, about an hour, maybe an hour and a half, which is not nearly as much as I'd like to. And unfortunately, uh, one of our coworkers, Ash, he's played way more than I have. Like mm -hmm. he was sitting at the VIP area of the tournament during E3, and he just got like he got like three, four hours while there. Damn. So I'm so jealous of him. Uh, but my hype is probably at nine point five, I'd say, like mm -hmm. out of ten. I am stoked for this game, and it's only going up. That last direct fucking killed it. It oh, delivered. Um, it, I mean, I think, like, looking back now, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess E3 wasn't as good. I mean, I thought E3 was amazing at the time. Mm -hmm. Looking back, I'm like, this direct is where it was at. Totally. It just blew it out of the water for I, me. So. I feel like this direct really gave us a good idea. of. So the E3 really said, look, everyone's here. That's what we're going for. This is the ultimate Smash Brothers. But this direct was like, no, 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 no. It's not just a compilation of sorts. Mm -hmm. exactly. It's not just the greatest hits. It is a lot more than that. And even uh, in the E3 Direct, um, uh, Sakurai said that there wasn't going to be too many new characters. But I feel like he's already proving that wrong. Yeah, he yeah. definitely already is. Yeah, but yeah, E3 set the groundwork, and now they are, with the Direct, they built the house on top of it. So, mm -hmm. Jared? Uh, my hype's probably about an 8.5 right now. Uh, I am, right now, the filthy casual amongst the true experts. I mean, you two are smash aficionados. You eat, live, breathe, sleep and die by it. It <laughs> is the thing. I love Smash. I love Nintendo history. I love I love couch 
competitive games. Yes. And Smash is among the best of those. It accommodates practically any size crowd. You can have fun with two people. You can have fun with eight people. I love that about it. I love that it takes something I have a lot of nostalgia and affinity for and allows me to mix and match pieces of it however I want. I love that it's just as casual as you want it to be, that you can go full items and goofy stages to, or that can turn into a refined pseudo-fighting platformer game. Mm -hmm. I love all those things about it. I've been a fan of the series since the very beginning when the first one came out. Played the heck out of it. Played them all love it, but I'm not you guys. I am the casual interested audience. It will be my December game. Mm -hmm. It will be the game that I'm playing over Christmas break when I have to put Red Dead down for a while. Yeah, uh, and it'll be the game that I have people over to my new apartment just to play. Mm -hmm. That's what that's where I sit on it right now. For me, Smash is all about what's going to happen. Where will they go next? I love fanboy pandering and indulgence. I really do. Mm -hmm. At Smash Brothers isn't just about that, but that's a big part of it. Oh yeah, definitely. And it does it better than most games. Yes. Like Sakurai when he when he wants to add a character to a game, it's like he researches that character. Oh yeah. Like every move is from something is referencing something else. Like it's not just the character, it's the stage, the music, the right. items, like everything going into it. I'm more excited about this one than anyone I've been since the original Smash. Uh, and I was pretty hyped up for Brawl. Um, but I'm especially hyped up for this one because Sukapon's finally in it, and that's all <laughs> I've wanted. That's all I've wanted for longer than I can remember. Hmm. I don't think that I could ever be more hyped for a game than I was for Brawl. Like Brawl, it felt like at least there was such a long gap between Melee and it coming out. It was. I mean, that was six years, five, seven years, seven I think. Seven years, maybe. Two thousand one, like, two thousand eight. Yeah, exactly. And like that felt like such a long time. And I guess from two thousand eight to twenty thirteen was a long time yeah, too. Mm -hmm. um, but like Brawl felt, I think, a bit more. Um, Modern at the time for, mm -hmm. and it, for it lasted longer of mm -hmm. us playing it at least um, So for brawl the way that they had the dojo and like every night some new announcement like you can't really match that And I feel like even now the hype like there is new stuff every day, but really it's kind of like It's assets that you could find online already <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean for the most part yeah. every once in a while There's like some cool new music or something and brawl took the accessibility even further. I mean no no self-respecting player that's going to dedicate themselves to mastering the game was going to play with the simplified control schemes. But you really could get people into the game just by tossing them a, a Wiimote and being like, no, I'll teach you to play this. And they mm -hmm. could jump right in with that simple interface and get a feel for what the lower level play in the game was like. And then as they got into it, out came the Wavebirds yeah. and in came the new players. Also, even in its own primitive way, uh, I played a fair bit of that game online. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a big How? deal that you could play Brawl. <laughs> um, it, did, it did work. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it did work. Uh, it didn't work well, but uh, but I was just so happy to have it there. I mean, mm -hmm. this is this is obviously fighting game uh, distance play technology has come leaps and bounds since yeah. then. Uh, but I did play quite a bit of that online with friends, especially. My biggest concern going into this Smash Brothers was that, uh, like, I was hoping it was going to be a port of Smash Wii U. I think we talked about that yeah, even. Probably, yeah, probably, because I was, I was like, there's no possible way we're going to get a sequel that has all the characters. We're going to lose Ryu. We're going to lose Cloud. Who knows who else we're going to lose? Um, and so for them to just kind of have the mission statement be like, no, 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 we're going to make this the, like, kind of love letter to Smash Brothers, which yeah. is so funny that Smash Brothers itself is kind of a love letter to Nintendo, mm -hmm. but it's now the franchise has its own history enough that it <laughs> needs to like reference itself. It's a love letter to itself. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It, it's just, and it's so it's, I love that there's so many little quality of life changes mm -hmm. they're making to this. Like 
uh, finally being able to set your own rules so that like you can have you don't need to start on time right. matches like that's such a small change that is going to affect so many people mm-hmm. so much. Um, but even just looking at the menu, it's just like so much cleaner and so much like they're listening to the feedback on mm-hmm. pretty much every level, both from a um, what characters do people want to see, but also from a like how do we just make this the ultimate <laughs> Smash Brothers game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's totally it. Um, I think even just today, a, a new column came out from Sakurai where he explained some of the recent decisions, like including Echo Fighters and King K. Rule. And one of the things he commented on was he was, he was surprised by the uh, the amount of demand for King K. Rule based on the ballot they had back for Smash Brothers Wii U and 3DS. Hmm. So that was a big driver into getting him in the game. And I think, as you said, um, he's basing so much of this game on the feedback. This really doesn't to be the ultimate Smash Brothers, not just in bringing everything or most everything from the past in, but just in reacting to what the fans want. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like if this game lets people down. Like it's like, what were you expecting? Mm. <laughs> what more did you want from those guys? Well, they've never. I mean, yes, we found nitpicks before, but they, they've made Tripping. four of these things, and they've all been great. Debatably uh, five. Uh, yeah, like if four you and a half. The 3DS okay, yeah. four and a half of these things, <laughs> and they've all been great. There have been things about every one of them I would change, mm-hmm. uh, significant things, but none of them kept me from loving these games. So it, it's nice to go into a series and be like, well, there has not been one serious misstep. And I, I understand some people are going to take issue with that statement, but I think it's fair to say that all of these are standout games in their generation. Every single one, no matter how frustrated you might be by tripping or the fact it's a little harder to pull off a smash on your 3DS, they're, they're masterpieces. I mean, I feel like it's safe to say that uh, everyone's bottom of the list would be Brawl or 64, depending on your Oh, wow. That is the there. exact inverse of my list. Mm-hmm. The 64 and Brawl are at the top of mine. I, I love Brawl. <laughs> what? What's the bottom Bra- oh, of it? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I love Brawl. Brawl, I think is that... Is Melee the bottom of yours? You it must... is, actually. What? How? Straight up, yeah. I oh, went my back, God. Once, I... once Melee, uh, Melee came out, I played at E3 a whole lot, and I thought, right, dude, thank you, man. You know, we need to stick together. Right? dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had me on there. Yeah, we, had, we had to hug. That was just, I'm sorry, for the interruption. We had to bond, you know, that was a bonding moment. That I feel was. like I instantly know who you are now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, no, like with Melee, like I had fun with it. I especially enjoyed it at E3. I was at, that was my first E3 when it was re- revealed in 2001. Wow. Um, but I, once I got used to the mechanics or started understanding the mechanics, I'm like, I don't quite like how this plays. So I went back to 64 and it wasn't until Brawl that I actually got really pulled back in the newest installment. And I think Brawl gets unfairly shat upon. Like, especially, I I especially for its time. Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, having the bottom of your list is still really high up in, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, I felt like that was just an extremely ambitious game for its time. Mm-hmm. It set much of the groundwork for how for where the series would go, including third-party characters um, and things that it, the series hasn't attempted since. Maybe being story mode, we'll for see. instance, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I love Brawl, even with tripping. I, I actually had no problems with tripping. Neither so. did I. Hey, all right. It's a game <laughs> about toys that you knock off platforms. That's <laughs> a, Melee is a masterpiece, but my problem with Melee is probably more metatextual than it is actually a problem with the game. My problem with Melee is what we have made it in the popular narrative. It's the pure one. It's the game for people who are serious about mm-hmm. Smash Brothers. There's a difference between loving Smash Brothers or being good at Smash Brothers or being dedicated to Smash Brothers all of which I think you guys are, and being serious about Smash Brothers. And as much as I, I tease you, Tim, I don't think you're actually 
serious. Definitely not. Was, and, but and that's I, my thing is, and that's I think melee played into that mm -hmm. more, and I don't like that part. Yeah, of it. I, I appreciate that part of it. I'm not good enough to play at that level, so it's like I'm definitely not on on that side of the melee thing. To me, I would say that melee is the best one based on its modes, based on the decisions it's made. Adventure mode was actually fun, mm -hmm. and that's Subspace true. Emissary in, in Brawl, I loved it because of what it was. <laughs> But that was just because I loved the cutscenes and I loved the <laughs> stupid reasons to get everyone together and the dumb twists and things. The gameplay really sucked in that. And it, it was similar to Adventure Mode, but I feel like Adventure Mode was tighter and smaller. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like uh, Melee did such a good job of having custom break the targets for every single character and having an amazing event mode. It was just a tighter package. And I feel like Brawl was so ambitious and it kind of hit that... Uh, museum level for the first time where it's like we're gonna have it's gonna be about the history of Nintendo mm -hmm. we're gonna have a ton of remixes of songs we're gonna have a, a ton more characters we're gonna have a ton of modes that are of varying qualities without any focus on good quality to, modes. to use an analogy here and, and tell me if I'm off base but I think that in the series brawl might be the the Street Fighter 2 but or pardon me, Melee. Melee, Melee might okay. be the Street Fighter 2, mm -hmm. but Brawl is the Marvel versus Capcom 2. And it's just a big, glorious know. mess. <laughs> and I yeah. love it for that. Yeah, I I don't know if I agree with that analogy, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love Brawl. And the thing is, I probably put more time into Brawl than any of the, the other Smash games. Just yeah, because, I think I did too. Uh, just for how long we played and us playing at IGN and, and all of that. Uh, but yeah, there's just something about Melee that I just feel like was a lot more focused. And I mean, even just look at the soundtrack, right? Like, for we're looking at uh, Smash Ultimate now, it's like over 800 songs. And it's like, that's insane. And there's going to be so much cool stuff there. I love even just getting people that have never worked on a franchise remixing music from different things and stuff. That's cool. But when you listen to the soundtrack to Melee, it was like, majority of it was like orchestrated and there was like a real focus on it's not it was quality over quantity mm -hmm. you do, do you think there'll be a uh th there'll be a smash 5 lp release for like the ultra hardcore elite like 100 pressings it's just like 100 records in a row that you buy in, <laughs> yeah. in one container like here's just, the entire soundtrack. yeah they on lp like Jesus i like that on vinyl insane. i wonder if they'll do that that yeah. seems like the kind of thing that 100 rich people would buy. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know oh man so who are your your mains in smash brothers so, uh, my mains are, I, I have a couple, I think. Um, Game of Watch has historically been, like, since mm. since Brawl, he's been my main go-to, I'd say. Before that, I still, uh, before that was 64 and, and Melee, it was Pikachu, and I still go to him every now and then. And then I also picked up Mega Man a bit. So mm. those are my three kind of go-tos, but I try I try to mix it up. Like, I'll play random quite often just to try just someone out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I play a lot of Kirby. Um, I really like Kirby. I understand he's, he's hardly a power player, but I, I like that little malleable pink ball and I like just being him. Uh, I play a, a fair bit as Fox. Uh, I enjoy the way Fox feels and I enjoy the ability set. I feel like the, the, there's a lot of complimentary stuff there that just about anywhere I'm standing at any moment I can find something effective to do without just leaping in and, and trying to change my situation. I can react as Fox and mm -hmm. I like reacting in that kind of game more than I like being proactive. Fox is a great reactive character. And then I really do just love about once every 10 games picking one of the four people I'm playing with and deciding to be their Jigglypuff tormentor <laughs> and just not trying to win and being an asshole yep. and trying to get close to them Keep as Jigglypuff as often as possible yeah. just to make sure they don't win. Mm -hmm. I, I really get a lot of joy from that. So that's probably my three. 
Uh, in in '64, I used a lot of, of Link and Samus, kind of trading off there. Uh, Melee, I was straight up Roy. Roy's our boy. <laughs> um, and then Brawl is when I feel like I was the most serious about trying mm. to be competitive. Uh, and Ike and Zero Suit were my two mains that I would just switch off between. I didn't love what they did with Zero Suit in uh, Smash Wii U. Like they changed a mm-hmm. lot of her move set. Um, I liked her whip as her up B and like right. just the different ways to use it. And so she became less and less of someone I go to. Um, but in Wii U, I don't have a specific name. Mm. Like I jump around between a, a group of maybe like ten different people. But, oh wow! Um, and it's still pretty much any of the Fire Emblem characters, with the exception of Robin. Um, so any of the sword based uh, Fire Emblem people. Uh, Still Zero Suit and Bowser Jr. is another one that I, I use a lot. I lost my main from Brawl. As Wendy, uh, of course. No, I, I lost my main from Brawl because I played a snake a lot in Brawl. I really liked yeah. Snake. And I thought it was died. fun. Now I've got him back, so that that's very exciting. And a lot of Rob back in the day, too. Mm-hmm. Of that. Oh, yeah, Rob. I liked Rob. He's not good, but I like him. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of terrible, but I really like him. So now getting into some predictions and stuff going on for Smash Ultimate, I want to start off with, we're going to go around the table, with our three most desired dream characters. Oh, man. Andre, hit us off. Are we going... Uh, Let's go one, 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 one. Okay, all right. So that means I'm starting off with number three here. So that would be uh, my number three, which is going to be a surprise to a lot of people, not because of what it is, but because of the, it's not my number one. Uh, Stunt Race FX car, or more specifically, <laughs> Stunt Race FX truck. I want that blue, that blue body truck with the giant eyeballs. I want them in Smash. Oh my god! We've never had a true vehicle character in the game. It would uh-huh. be a trendsetter. Bowser so, Jr. Kind of, kind of. He's but, yeah, he's like a milligram. So yeah. like from Fighters Mega Mix, where exactly. you're fighting the Daytona car, that's except it. it's oh wow. I that's... want that in Smash Brothers. That poor series did not get the respect, or I say series, it's one game. <laughs> that poor game does not get the respect it deserves. The only representation it's had in any Smash game to date has been as a single sticker in Smash Brothers Brawl, which and stickers. Are like the least representation. No, yeah. He might as well not represent the character. Yeah, like it's exactly. a slap in the face in a way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I want. I think Sakurai could come up with a pretty unique move set, uh, mm-hmm. especially if they base it around I don't know, maybe like the the FX chip or like the more polygonal nature of those series of those yeah, yeah of that gen- of that generation. Um, that's what I want. So that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number three, Jade? So since I'm getting Sukapon now, who mm-hmm. should be a fighter, but I'll take him as an assist trophy. There's a, you know dare to hope, um, but I've got him now because Nintendo's original fighting game character deserves some love, and he's finally showing up. But for me, I want to, specifically with uh, with Echo characters becoming a big thing here, uh, Echo Fighters, I want the Oendon and the Elite Beat Agents. Oh. So Elite Beat Agents were my number four on okay. my list. All right, so I want the Oendon and the Elite Beat Agents as one echoing the other. Here's um, my thing. I would say not Echo. They would just be alts. They would be like Olimar and Alf. You think so? Or you don't like want the it? Koopa kids. I don't think that they like they would need to be. See here, I, I I like that, but I want there to be a little bit of an echo there for a very specific reason. I want to be able to use different musical selections based on Japanese and American music okay. that provide different powers and different things happening when you do that. So like when you're the elite beat agents, you can in fact summon like your some girl's dead father's ghost. To come be, and I mean that. And everyone to come, crying like, yes, everyone match. starts crying and comes and kicks the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Or upon when you're playing as the Oendon, maybe you have like a, a different J pop themed mm-hmm. thing taking place and just switch those off. Avril I think Levine's the, there for the Elite Beat Agents. Yeah, I have a switch out. And then, and uh, I do like the idea of it being all three of them, Ice Climber style, mm-hmm. uh, all three of them traveling together and fighting as a group. I don't want it to be one. And I want the 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 smash or or one you know g- g- grab the smash ball. I want it to be kind of like uh, what you got when you played Michael Jackson's Moonwalker 
on -hmm. Genesis where everyone on the stage starts dancing, dancing. has to start dancing, and then there's a calamitous effect for your enemies. I love it. I think that would be a really fun uh, kind of dream thing to do. That'd be amazing. You like that? Oh, I love it. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure that one's made because they did show up as trophies. Like Mm -hmm. they they have been around before both. They they were trophies. Uh, So why not? My number three, and I know this is blasphemy, utter blasphemy, but I just want it to happen. Is it shadow? Well, no, it's not. Uh, Just to break the internet and like just see what happens here. And let's just take a, a step back here. Let's go back in time. Do you guys remember the day that Cloud was announced in Smash Brothers? Yes. Of course. I will never forget Who can, yeah. being like, what? the? F- they can do anything. There are no <laughs> yeah. fucking rules. Because of that, I'm going to say it. Goku. Oh, oh that's perfect. snap. So a lot of people come back with that. He's not a video game character. And that's what I'm saying. That's why this, like, but Cloud was not on a Nintendo mm-hmm. console. Yeah. Like, if we can take it one step further of just like, fuck it, who gives a yep. shit? He's requested. People want him. That'd be nuts. And Goku has been in video games. Mm-hmm. He's been in plenty of video games. Including so. that one coming to Switch very soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fighters. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But Sakurai did say, and not that his word is gospel at all, <laughs> uh, but he did say that on the ballot, at least, the characters had to originate from a video game. Right. But mm-hmm. the ballot has nothing to do with Smash Ultimate. <laughs> so so we'll point. see. That's my number three. Oh, man. What's your number two? My number two actually brought a visual aid for this one. (laughs) This is exciting. Here we go. All right, what do you got? The suspense. What do you got? There we go. Banjo-Kazooie. We go. So, what do you guys think the likelihood is of this actually happening? I I, I hate that stupid bear, and I hate that stupid bird, so... (laughs) I just want to believe that oh, neither you know, one of them I'm sorry, we can't hug ever again. Okay. Now. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 crazy maniac. Yeah, We're not that's, friends anymore. No, I, I think that uh, maybe 40, 60. They know people want it. Uh, they know, the, in particular, the Western audiences and the European audiences would eat it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and they like money. So if they can find a way to make it all happen, it'll happen. It's just 40% chance. I feel, and you know, something that we're going to bring up a lot in the show is the the basic rules that Sakurai has set in terms of trying to find patterns of what characters get in. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that hasn't been broached is the Western third party characters, right? Um, or really Western characters at all. Dark Samus is probably the closest we've seen, um, and even that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> Uh, so with this, I, I really feel, and I've been predicting, that there's going to be some type of Microsoft presence in Smash Ultimate because of how close Nintendo and Microsoft have been like playing nice together at the very least. Um, but having said that, I just still don't see Sakurai listening to that, you know? Right. So my thing is, I do think that it's, it, there's a good chance, but my question is, is it Banjo-Kazooie or is it Minecraft Steve? Mm. That's a thing. Only only one of those would really garner hype among, I feel like, the hardcore fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, I mean, if it were ever to happen, now's the time. Microsoft and Nintendo's relationship is probably the strongest it's ever been. And they've kind of worked together in a roundabout way before, too, with um, Diddy Kong Racing, for instance, on the DS, yes, yeah. which is made by Rare while they were owned by Microsoft. And they have gotten you know closer recently with Minecraft being on Switch, with them having cross-play uh, on... Um, oh, oh, I guess uh, between Fortnite and also Minecraft, I think. Maybe, I don't know, can you bring your save file from... I have no idea how that works. But <laughs> my point still remains. Um, they're, yeah, they're just close. If, it's, if there were a time for it to happen, it'd be now. And I think Banjo-Kazooie, would, they would break the internet as well in a way. So. I, uh, I don't think either of these would be nearly as internet-breaking, but I think there's a tiny, tiny chance it would happen. In the, I'm just pulling this out of my butt here. <laughs> It's obvious that people inside Nintendo have a lot of love for Portal. You see it all over the place mm-hmm. in, in the things that they've done. You've got the blue and orange lighting in, in Breath of the Wild that's obviously inspired by it. You, have the, you see it everywhere. 
as much as we love this character and as much as we, we think about the possibility of Steve, when we're talking about things that we've seen a, a kind of a hint of affinity from inside that company, a lot of ideas taken pretty liberally from Portal. I could see Shell popping up as a Western character. That'd be nuts. Yeah. I get, and the <laughs> I ability, that, that'd be super cool as a character. <laughs> yeah. I do not see that happening. I, I, I know, know. I like, know we don't, but we less often... Less likely than Goku. But, I know, but we often don't see these things happening. And that's somebody that it's obvious Nintendo has a lot of internal talent admiration for. And if you were going to do a Western... What if we were talking about who we like? If they said and said, yeah. who do we love? That might be where you go. Taking a step back, I was just talking about the, the, the Western developers and stuff and mentioned Dark Samus. K. Rule is also Western. Yeah, K. Rule like and, and Diddy. Yeah, that's kind of a weird mix because of, of Donkey Kong. But right. I mean, rare, so... Hmm. Good point. Yeah. Hmm. So we have, we have precedent now. We do have precedent, yeah. but no Western third party. That's, that's that true. Is yeah. the, the difference there. And you just had to find a way to get Diddy into this discussion. <laughs> <you know? laughs> oh, he's going to come back. He hates Diddy Kong. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Well, yeah. he's going to hate quite to stay. I don't know how you'll feel about one of my echo choices then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Go for it. Number two, Jared. All right. So number two for me, uh, this was a hard one. Getting this down to three was painful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm going to bet on things I actually think are going to happen, uh, I think there's a really good chance that Chie shows up in this game. I think that the likelihood of a Persona 4G re-release on Switch is fairly high in the next year or so, maybe two. Atlas and Nintendo have a great relationship, and they have a long history of working together. Chie is already a fighting game character. Uh, so you've already got, she's a martial artist, she's in an RPG, but she showed up in plenty of excellent like fighting games. And she's a natural fit for that aesthetic. She's bright. She's colorful. She'd have a very unique move set. She's a popular character with fans of Persona. So I, I think Chie would be a superb pick and, and actually fairly likely to happen. I, I'd be shocked if we don't eventually see P4 in its portable form and on Switch yeah. and some kind of re- remaster. I definitely don't think it's likely <laughs> to have her. There's no? a chance, but it's I would say that is a slim chance. I would say the three predictions I'm making, she's the most likely. Hmm. I okay. really actually think she, she is a, a, she's not like a huge deal, but she fits in that sweet spot of what works. If you look at the, the, the history of how, again, think Japanese centric for a second, what games are, are elevated, what companies are revered in the circles that Nintendo runs in. She's going to be a character that absolutely came up in conference room discussions about whether or not we can swing this. Hmm. I believe that. Hmm. So my number two is probably the least likely out of anyone that we're going to say today, um, but would also be the most fucking hype thing of all time. It can't happen because of licensing and because of Western stuff and also just a whole bunch of other issues. But can you guys fucking imagine if we start seeing a Smash Bros trailer and any characters just walking, there's a bullet that just goes, the screen turns into a circle and starts moving around, and it's fucking James Bond. Holy shit. That'd be amazing. That would be huge. Would, would he be, be all would he be all pixel? I like, want it to be, be Polygon, Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. Like I want it to be James Bond from GoldenEye 64. Does he have like the Alpha Channel smear? Like, Hell yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, but like how amazing would that be? And there's no fucking chance, but Sakurai wanted to get James Bond in Smash 64 yeah. back in the day. And Smash Brothers Melee, this is a loose connection, even had that remote mine or the uh, proximity yeah. mine, which was a reference to Perfect Dark, I believe, yes. which was a pseudo-sequel to GoldenEye. So. so for that to make it a little bit more likely, I'll take Joanna Dark. I would <laughs> rather James Bond, but I understand that they can't. Like, dude, there's just no way. There's no freaking way. It would be unreal. Unreal. Real. What if he had an odd job echo? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he's just the same, we he's hard, but he's, he's like harder PG. to hit. Yeah. yeah. 
What's your number one? My number one is Gino from RPG. So here's the thing. I'd be willing to bet Gino's going to be in this game. Yeah? I think yeah. so, too. I think because we've seen a precedent for this now, kind of, in a way, with uh, some of the Mii costumes that came to Smash Brothers Wii U right. in, from, in the form of downloadable content, including uh, Krom and King K. Rool, So both now characters. Later on, when we can start going through other just random characters and talking about the probability, I made a list of assist trophies and Mii fighter costumes that are evidence one way or another for mm -hmm. characters. And okay. you're right. Gino did have a Mii costume. That's right. And that shows... That not only was Gino on the, the ballot, but Sakurai knows there's an interest for Gino. And he's mm -hmm. one of the few characters that have been talked about since uh, going into Brawl that right. isn't here yet. Yeah. Uh, and with with K. Rule being here, with Ridley being here, it's just like Cloud? Gino. And, well, yeah, and Cloud. <laughs> Gino is one of those few characters that is like, they've been talked about consistently for over a decade. Mm -hmm. Isn't it great to live in an era of anything is possible? <laughs> we got it. a Windjammers 2 announcement this week. Anything can happen. <laughs> anything can happen. That's, that's, that's good, though. But I, I do think that there is a, I would say, 90% chance of, of Gino. Maybe Man, 85. I like, I like those odds. So yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah. Right. Number one. I almost said what I think. I think it's likely. I don't actually know. I cannot believe that Slime from Dragon Quest is not already in Smash Brothers, uh, one of the most popular video game series in history in Japan. Again, good relationship with Nintendo, perfect aesthetic fit. You could do some really cool moveset stuff around Slime. Rocket Slime gives you a lot to build on there. Square Enix Nintendo's relationship, etc. I think Slime makes it in, but I'm sh uh, like I said, we live in a world with Windjammers 2. We live in a world with a sequel to Dragon's Trap. We live in a world where Grandia is coming to Switch. Uh -huh. In a world where anything is possible, my ultimate dream would be to have um, Mikey from Konami's versus the Goonies, published by Nintendo. Mikey the Goonies character in video game form appear in Smash Brothers. You're a dreamer, I want, my friend. You I are want a that, dreamer. I, I want that it. digitized version of Good Enough mm -hmm. to play in the background. Okay. I want Mikey has appeared as a guest character in games outside the Goonies. He appeared in YY World, the Konami All-Stars game on oh, Famicom. Classic. Yeah. Uh, well, classic over there. Not here, but he never came out of here. But he's actually like in a game with switchable characters. You know, there's a game with like uh, Mikey and Simon Belmont running around together. That exists in the world. Why that would not, not be the it, first time they appear together in a series. Simon, exactly. So that's where this came from. I was like, this is the most real, unrealistic thing possible. On top of that, it's a Steven Spielberg property, which makes it impossible yeah. to touch. No one would ask for it. But <laughs> most people would be confused. <laughs> yes. But. I would. That's my ultimate dream. I want Mikey from the Goonies mm -hmm. in uh, in Smash Brothers because there is a direct Nintendo connection to that character. They Nintendo published a video game where Mikey was the protagonist, hmm. and Mikey has appeared in compilation multi-video game character cast games before, and Konami characters appear in Smash Brothers. Not going to happen, but it's what I want. Yeah. All right. My number one, Kevin. What is it? No one's surprised. Crash Bandicoot. Egg fucking exactly. <laughs> if Crash Bandicoot ends up in Smash, I might just retire from life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I could deal with anything. Like, that is just yeah. dreams come true. But the thing with it is, I don't think it's likely. I think that it being American, it being like Activision, I do not see playing nice necessarily with Nintendo. I don't see Nintendo reaching out to them. Like, there's a lot of things that, that could cause issues. Having said that, 
we've seen them work nicely for Skylanders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was the Skylanders, Bowser and Donkey Kong toys made and all that. So it's like there is precedent years ago. <laughs> um, I do think that if we see Crash, he will be DLC. It will not be like part of the he needs lineup. he needs to exist for the megaphone taunt that alone I was gonna justifies say, it. Yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. so much they can do you had to have Nintendo headquarters appear first in the background <laughs> and then he does a taunt I just love it man and, and like I feel there are very few characters like we're at a point now in the debatably sixth iteration of Smash Brothers that um all the the classic characters, especially when they introduced eight player Smash, which no one saw coming. Yeah, like that was one of those announcements just in the middle of a direct. Like, yeah. guess what? Like, I remember growing up uh, on forums and people would make the fake create or not create, choose a character mm-hmm. screens, yeah. and it was just like sprawling with like almost a hundred characters, and there was like eight playable things. I'm like, yeah, right. We're <laughs> at that point. Now. Like, it's pretty pretty damn insane. Yep. But when you look at it and you're trying to think of like the iconic, like mascot characters. We're running fighting. out. We are running out. <laughs> We're almost on fumes. Crash Bandicoot is up there in a way that Gino isn't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In a way that a lot of these other characters aren't. Do um, not besmirch the noble name of Captain it's, Rainbow, it's, my friend. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like, when you start thinking of an A-player fight that includes yeah. Mario and Pac-Man and Mega Man and uh, Ryu and you, know, you just keep going down right. that list. It Pac-Man. It's insane. And the Crash Bandicoot fits in that yeah. conversation. Um, and I would just freaking die if I saw it. I feel like if we got crashed then we'd have to get an equal representative for Microsoft. Sonic and- <laughs> included as well. Sonic? So, I'm saying Sonic would be in that list. As oh, well. that's true. Yeah, Sonic. Yeah. I was thinking Master Chief as well. If we're at see, it. Yeah. that would be get that would all be these. Master Chief would be amazing. Yeah. It would be. I, I I like that one. I actually think I'd rather have the pinatas if I was going to do something from the Microsoft end. Yeah. Rather the. It's not nearly as representative, but I think the Viva pinata. Yeah, the weird uh, thing is it, with Rare, like even though yeah. Viva Pinata is very clearly a Microsoft game, I still yeah. associate almost th- every, almost everything from from Rare with Nintendo for some reason. Yeah, and that's how it's because for you know the entire Super Nintendo and N sixty four run, like that right. Rare was one of the defining studios. Yeah, they were yeah. they were a second party studio for all intents and purposes. And oh, there was a DS version of Viva Pinata too, I believe. What's there? There? I, I can't there remember. Was a DS Did they come out? Yeah, okay, you're right. I forgot about that. Moving on to just new character and echo predictions. So these aren't our dream things. These are just going through a list of of characters and kind of talking about what we think the likelihood is and trying to see if there's any evidence that could support them being in or not being in. So is it like a one, two, three, four, five thing or what? Like, are we like most likely or? I think it's just, but we'll just talk it out and we'll just talk it out. Here we go. So, so far there are 71 characters. (laughs) Can we just, can we just sit here and process that for a moment and how insane that is? There are 71 characters. (laughs) That's like the first hour of Infinity War right there. Seventy-three with Pokemon Trainer, if you count right. them as separate Pokemon, yeah. which is one of the little things that bothers me about Smash Ultimate. I was a Charizard user. Oh, and Charizard was another one of my. He still mains, can be, but he doesn't have his down B. That's true. He doesn't. And, and, and so down that, that's kind of upsetting. I kind of wish that you could choose between Pokemon Trainer or the separate ones, right. and give Squirtle and Ivysaur like a different down B move, like. To make them a little bit more viable, right. Sakurai's watching now, right now, going, "Tim, give me a break." <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'll, I'll take, I'll take what I can get. Um, so, in terms of new characters, Melee had thirteen and a half new characters. Sheik being the half, because yeah. she wasn't her own separate character. Brawl had sixteen. Um, if you include Pokemon Trainer, it gets kind of complicated. Right. Uh, and Wii U had twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So every game has had more than the last. Yep. Sakurai has said that we're not 
getting any, getting not too many new characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that includes Echo characters or not. That's a right. question. And I feel like there's been a precedent set that we're going to get a shit ton of Echo characters because no one would have seen Richter Belmont coming. Yeah. It was so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I love Richter Belmont so much. The best part about Richter, too, is if you watch the live reactions, a lot of people are like freaking out over Simon and they yeah. have no idea who Richter, who Richter oh, is. Oh, Richter's so much better than Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so right now, the new characters that we we have confirmed are Inkling Boy and Girl, Ridley, Simon Belmont, and King K. Rule. Yeah. The new Echo characters we have confirmed: Daisy, Richter Belmont, Dark Samus, Krong. Okay. So we already have eight new characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty damn insane. Mm-hmm. Two questions I have for you guys: Will this game have DLC? Yes. Yes. I think so too. It's one of my worries that they haven't said something about it yet. I think that'd be, I mean, they, I don't think they commented on DLC for the Wii U one either pre, pre-launch, pre as I recall. They did during the their big direct where they announced the A-Player Smash. It did was it, like the 50 fact. Did they talk about DLC then? It ended saying Mewtwo's the first DLC. Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. Talking. I do remember that now. That's right. I think that when you're trying to, I could be wrong, but if I were marketing this game and you're already making your vast <laughs> cast of characters and stages the main focus, you know, it's it's not like when they were marketing you where they're marketing eight-player support or they're marketing third-party characters or they're marketing, you're marketing the bigness. That is the selling point of this mm-hmm. game is it's everything you love about Smash in one package. It's huge. You don't need to focus on it being more huge in the future when you've got a huge message to get out now. It I almost mean, undermines the message. I agree, yeah. yes, I agree. And I think that's why we're not hearing about it right now. I guess I just... I want this game to be a platform for the future. And so I'm hoping that sooner than later we hear a, at least a confirmation that there is a DLC plan to, to go throughout the Switch's life cycle. Because that, to me, that means that a lot of the characters we talked about earlier are going to make it eventually. <laughs> no, like seven people bought Wii U's yeah, on the planet Earth. Exactly. And they still made money making DLC characters for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven Jillion people have bought switches, <laughs> so I think they're probably gonna just follow up on that strategy. So, assuming there will be DLC, as we all think there will be, we're at 71 characters so far. Do we hit 100? No, uh, no, I no. Don't think so. yeah, no chance, including Echo Fighters. Yeah, no, there's no chance we hit 100. I don't think, even including the I mean, we didn't even get that, that many DLC characters for Wii U. Um, I don't see it happening here. Yeah, I, I mean, it'd be amazing that I would love that, but. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm thinking maybe 85 would be the absolute cap, counting everything. Right, 80 is a nice round number, and I, I think I'll, I'll shoot there. I'm just pulling this out of trying to figure out how much they'd spend willing to spend on assets versus getting the game out. The problem with the fighting game, and Andrew Andre knows this way better than I do, uh, is that every variable you add screws up everybody else. You add an 80th fighter to a roster of 79. That means that's all, all of that. Right, that means all you need 79 Kirby to have another copy ability, and that needs to be balanced. And that's the problem. So this becomes kind of a, 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 a problem that just stacks on itself. I, I really can't see him going over 80. And we've seen this manifest, too, with uh, Bayonetta seemingly being the most powerful character still, even mm-hmm. after being nerfed, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... We shall see. I don't think 100 is likely. I also don't think it's impossible. <laughs> and I th- I only think that because of Echo Fighters. And I right. especially think that because of Richter getting an Echo Fighter. Because I feel like that sets the precedent that when we look at a lot of the third-party characters, as we'll get into in a second, there's a lot of one-for-ones that I think are gimmies. Um, and those can start to add up pretty quickly. I think 80 on the initial roster with 20 Echo Fighters. 
my, or not Echo Fighters uh, with twenty DLC, DLC might be it might be a rough. That'd be insane. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. No. And I also don't think that there's any real goal to hit a hundred. Like that I don't is think such so. just an arbitrary. I thing mean, it, it already is the ultimate one of you know why not say the hundred milestone for a future potential smash perhaps if they end up going the route of just adding more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of new characters that I think are likely, I made a list of a bunch of ones that get talked about a lot to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. I do think there'll be a Generation 7 Pokemon represented. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's either going to be Decidueye or Incineroar. Those are the two that keep coming up. Mm -hmm. They make sense for Smash. They make sense for a fighting game. I don't necessarily think that we need them, but we're going to get one. I'm just going to go with you on this because for all I know, you could be making those two words up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, I mean, you you feel me on this, right? Oh, it's absolutely not a question in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be some Pokemon rep. And, like, with this game's design Bible wrapping in 2015, the timing all just makes sense. That might be why they've been holding back on revealing Poke Floats too. That's yes, it that's is. How you announce Return of the Poke Floats. They need, we need to bring that back, man. What a disaster of a stage! I it truly that. was. Uh, Monster Hunter. We got kind of a tease. We did in the direct of at least a Monster Hunter stage, kind of, but mm-hmm. not really. And then the the boss. So, do we think we'll see a Monster Hunter actual character? I think it makes tremendous sense, especially with uh, with Mega Man having already showed up in the last game. Monster Hunter is incalculably popular in Japan uh, and increasingly popular here. I, I think that Monster Hunter is like a 90% to show up either as a main game or a DLC character. I think it's likely as DLC. I think if it was in the game, they wouldn't have shown. It's a weird way to announce that series being in the game if they did it this way with a stage first or whatever it is. And then I, the character coming later. Unless they just want to make us intrigued for the character. I actually think That's you're going to get one of the uh, uh, one of the little cat guys um, more than you're likely to get a real monster hunter. Mm, could uh, be a uh, Pikachu uh, Echo. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> no, I think a Palico would be like, uh, I didn't know if folks weren't familiar with the game, but Palico would fit that aesthetic really well. Because uh, the monster hunter is something you create and you make, but the mm-hmm. Palicos have a look to them yeah. that you could just dive into. So was into. Robin, though, in Fire Emblem, and that didn't really stop him. Good point. Captain Toad. No, because uh, I, I would love it. I, we actually made a whole video about this where we argued the case for Captain Toad being in Switch because even though he can't jump, I think he could work around totally. that move. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, here's why I don't think he's going to be in Smash because he appears in the stage for New Donk City in the background. So it could be like the Alfonso situation be. that we We're, saw uh, on the 3DS version, I think Spirit it was. Train, yeah. Spirit, yeah, so I, I don't know. I think that Captain Toad is not a lock. But I do think likely, and again, it goes back to the design bible of the game being 2015. When you look at the Wii U games, the yeah. hit Wii U games that did something different, there wasn't too many of them. Mm-hmm. And I think Captain Toad is one of the few. And the evidence against it would be that Peach uses Toad as a move. But Toad and Captain Toad. They're two different characters. Different homies. And yep. also, I just want the potential to be there for that when Peach does that block move, Captain Toad, if you're playing him, recoils in horror. I, I just <laughs> want that to happen. I, I want that reaction. I want Captain Toad. Yeah. I feel like I he, do he'd be an interesting character, and I think they'd find really cool ways around him not being able to jump. Like, whenever yeah. someone says that character won't work in Smash, I want that character even more. Yeah. And I feel like that challenges Sakurai to be like, fuck you. We're going <laughs> to yeah. make We're going to make him work. work. Yeah. Exactly. Duck, we got Duck Hunt Dog. <laughs> right. right. Like, what the hell? Is that the best manifest? Station. I mean, of, of all the things that have that have been, he's been challenged by, which one do you think is the best example of him pulling that off? I think Duck Hunt Dog might be 
Duck Hunt Dog is uh, Duck Hunt Dog is up there. Uh, Rob, I think, also. Yeah. Rob, I mean, both never playable characters in any way before, really. Yeah, but then using kind of the games around it as right. a as inspiration. For I think when sets. I think when Ice Climbers was new, back before we knew that was going to happen, that was pretty. Stunning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you can understand what the moves would be for Ice Climbers, you know, yeah. at least where like I'm trying. There, I'm sure that there's people that are like, "What about this character?" Because there must be a better example. Mr. Game and Watch, yeah. honestly, before yeah, I knew about him, one. he was like, "How how would you make that work?" Well, like, <laughs> yeah. they found a way. Um, Bandana D from the Kirby games. Oh man, this yeah, gaining traction over the last <laughs> couple Kirby games, and like kind of seen as a main character in the same mm-hmm. breath as Day to Day and um, Meta Knight. So I I feel like they have that going for it. Also, the Sakurai bias of uh, games he's worked on, game characters he's created right. do get the extra push. So Kid Icarus Uprising and Kirby, I feel like get overrepresented. <laughs> Represented, yeah, and intelligent systems work. That makes a lot of sense that they would lean into that more heavily. Sure, uh, that, that's a very smashy pick. I like that. I'm afraid to say anything because we also posted a video for Bandana D and Smash, and uh, in the case you know we're making the case for it, and the verdict in our video was that he wouldn't appear in Smash. And uh, so, I'm, and I saw what the audience reaction was to it. So I'm afraid to say anything. Personally, I don't think he's gonna make it. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he he is just a, he's just a waddle dee with a banana. So I don't think he's got the clout. Good even spirit. though he, I, I'm he, upsetting a lot of people right now, I realize this. No, I, I see him more as an assist. Um, yeah, I think uh, as an assist, a, would be a, a prominent role. assist, uh, but but maybe not that. Because like seeing Alucard next to Richter, I mean, when, the moment I saw Richter, I was excited. But I was like, where's Alucard? And then there's the assist, and I'm like, oh, okay, I've been placated. You could yeah. do that with us. Uh, Gino was next up. We can skip that. Chorus Kids, another oh. one from Rhythm Heaven. They've there's been like rumors of them for multiple games now. There's been data for their character <laughs> models. Like back in Brawl, I think it, it was it was Mewtwo, Roy, and Chorus Kids, and Dixie Kong. Yeah, um, where there was like evidence of them like, models and stuff existing in the the data of the game. They're a weird one. But every Smash game has a weird one. Yeah. Rhythm Heaven fits the Smash aesthetic so well. I think this has just been a matter of not if, but when. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, kids might be DLC, but that's just about the smashiest pick I can think of. And it even fits in with the with your Moveset idea for um, for the uh, music styles. Yeah, Elite Beat Agents. Yeah, yeah. Elite Beat Agents. Right. Yeah, only done. Um, I, I think it. I think there's a good chance we'll get a representation for it. I don't think it'll be Chorus Kids anymore, though. I think. Um, I don't know if it actually meant anything, but in the recent King K. Rule trailer, Donkey Kong strikes a pose when he's watching TV that's just like Karate Joe does back in the first Rhythm Heaven game where mm-hmm. he's lying on the ground watching TV. And Karate Joe, I mean, you already know how he'd work in Smash. Yeah, so. that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. I think that if we get Chorus Kids, I think that they're 40% likely. Only if it's in the main game. I don't think they'd be DLC. Okay. I think if we don't see him at launch... They're, they're you don't think people are going to interesting. You know, I, I, that makes a lot of sense because they would be a little harder to sell as DLC. Yeah. Although, God, I, I, I don't know though. I, I, I'm presuming a lot. I'm like nobody will care about. It. But when you love Smash and you see something that creative, yeah. maybe people would just dive in for that. What well, an interesting know? thing about DLC as well is we we've only had one generation of games that had DLC, and it was so focused on bringing back previous characters. Right. Yeah. Um, we only got a handful of new characters yeah. in Smash Wii U. But the emphasis was really on bringing back people we lost uh, from the Melee days or Brawl days. Or third-party characters yeah. that came along later, like Ryu and, uh, and, and Cloud. Cloud. Mm-hmm. So, could be interesting. Um, Springman and Ribbon Girl. <laughs> 
I, I think these are actually perfect candidates for DLC. Yeah. I, I think ARMS might have been too late. I mean, granted, I mean that's the thing. Yeah. The design bible, I think it's too late. I think it's obvious that they're going to be in this game, but I do think it'll be a DLC. There's just no way they can get their act together that quickly. Right. I think, though, I think if they do come, yeah, they will act as echoes of each other, kind yep. of like Simon and... And if not echoes, they'll be like Alpha and Olimar, where it's right. just like different alt costumes. Although some people will get you, know, some people will, will tell you they're completely different completely characters. Different characters. Right, exactly. Yeah. Now, the only way it could work is if there was some kind of proto-arms that they were working on for Wii U that we never heard about, mm-hmm. which I don't think there was. So yeah, I don't think, but I do think they're, they are probably my most confirmed lock for DLC. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you, yeah. Um, and similar story, I think, Rex and Pira from Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I didn't play the game, but these are on every fucking <laughs> list I see of like mm-hmm. p- characters people want and expect. Um, but I think that if we did get another Xenoblade character, it would be from Xenoblade X on Wii U, not Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Huh. I don't think we're going to get that necessarily. Right. I mean, in, in terms of timing, I think that does make more sense. But I don't know if that game had the, yeah, had like the cloud or hype behind it. But I don't think Sakurai gives a fuck. That's, that's, that's also he, true. He there cares is about those Japanese-centric games so yeah. much. Right. I mean, look at Fire Emblem. Like, people talk so much shit about there being so many Fire Emblem characters. It's because it's, like, his favorite franchise. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's been ride or die for it forever. Like, Sakurai is the reason that Westerners know what Fire Emblem is. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I didn't know what it was until Martha and Roy became my favorite no, characters in Melee. We were, yeah, we were, like, back then. We are like, who are these guys? And yeah. why are they speaking Japanese? He's, <laughs> practically, he's <laughs> practically his own marketing arm for the mm-hmm. company at this point. I mean, that's, a, that's another reason I... I going to dive back into this but i the more we're talking here the more i'm like there's no way on god's earth that slime is not in this game eventually either <laughs> dragon quest 11 it's the 30th anniversary of oh, the biggest you. franchise in japanese history he's a japanese-centric creator nintendo and and square work together in dragon quest that's gotta happen yeah. it's gotta happen i don't know there's something about the dragon quest that i, I just feel isn't the right vibe for the game, well, it should have been Mario Sports Mix for crying out loud. I mean, sure. I, it just seems like it's gotta happen. <laughs> uh, next on the list, I had Banjo Kazooie. So you, you got the, you're coming with the good ones. Um, yeah, that's why I do. Um, and then Minecraft Steve, which we talked about. Paper Mario is another one. I would be so on board with this. Yeah, um, yeah Paper Mario. I mean, especially the references to older games, not so much as more recent ones like uh, Paper Jam <laughs> or Sticker Star. Sticker Star, let's not talk about no, that. Let's not. <laughs> um, no, I think that'd be amazing because he effectively, he's a completely different character than Mario, I feel like. He he has his own moveset. He has his own vibe, even. And that's the thing is I don't, if he's in, he's not going to be an Echo. No, he, he can't He would have be. to be his own character with right. his own, own set of moves. And a lot of people argue that Mario is already over-represented. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I mean it's well, their f- whether or not it is, Paper Mario is its own franchise. Right. Just because it's also Mario, it's like they're they're different. If it went into planning around the time they're putting Paper Jam together, that would make especially good sense because you literally have Mario fighting alongside Paper Mario in that game. Good so, point. So, yeah, I mean, that's if they were putting the design off together right around then, that would make a lot of sense. And in terms of evidence that points towards or against characters being added, uh, there was a Paper Mario stage uh, in, in the last version on the 3DS and there's not too many stages for care or too many stages that represent games that don't have characters playable. Right. Yeah. There's some of them, but some of them you're like, there's no ch- like electroplanking. I was going to say, we're not like, <laughs> we're, we're, never, we're never going to fucking, or picto chat, whatever, but it's like, right. there's not a character to represent it. Whereas exactly. Paper Mario was like kind of a glaring omission when there is a stage. How so electroplanking, I'm so happy. <laughs> How amazing would it be if we got uh, Paper Mario and Gino in this game? Two RPG characters oh finally God. representing. Fuck yeah. Yep. 
That's a good day. That's <laughs> a very good day, my friend. Travis touchdown. Mm. Ooh. 0% chance. He was one of the, <laughs> the big ones going into Brawl that everyone's like, it's going to happen. Yep. And it didn't. Nope. And I understand why. Um, I I feel like it's just weird enough that it could work, but to me, he's DLC. In it, to, in his favor, originally I would have said there was no chance, but the fact that Bayonetta made it in, who yeah. is a much more mature character than the Smash Brothers seems to represent, and they found a way to, to fit mm-hmm. her in, I think they could do it. Yeah. Um, but I still don't quite see it happening, especially... I, I think after Snake, it's possible. Honestly, I thought it, after Snake, pretty much the doors were open. just about anything. anything is possible. <laughs> yeah. After they killed Luigi, before they, our they, eyes. They fucking killed him. <laughs> there are two eras now, the pre-Luigi death era and the post-Luigi death era. Exactly. Oh, That's... Man. All right. Uh, potential Echo characters that we're getting. Oh, actually, no, no, sorry. The last potential new characters, Champions of Hyrule. Whatever that looks like. Whether it's one of them, whether they're an ice climber type thing, I don't think it's Not likely. Happening. I don't no. think it's happening at all. Maybe some assist trophies, but I don't think there's a chance. I mean, we're mm. talking about champions of Breath of the Wild, right? Yep. They're such nothing characters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're in the game for like five minutes. So, yeah, that's not happening. Zero percent. Maybe as an assist or something. Mm-hmm. So that's all I see. And next, and there'll be a direct tomorrow. All of them are coming into the game. <laughs> oh, I know. Sakurai's <laughs> watching this right now. He's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm going to throw him in right now. Uh, potential Echo characters. So... Like I was saying earlier, we got Dark Samus, which is somebody that was requested for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, you know, we got Krom, which was such a like, I mean, there, it was hinted at in the reveal trailer right. for for Robin uh, and well, who else was it last time? Robin and someone else. Oh, Lucina, right? Uh, last generation, um, and that was kind of a shock. I'm also a little mad that Krom is a Roy. Echo and not an Ike Echo. But he t- doesn't he take Ike's recovery he though? He takes right? his up B, yeah, which is like. The least good move possible. <laughs> like the problem I have with that, and we'll see. I haven't played, so so maybe they they found a way to fix this. But as an Ike main, Ike is only his recovery is only good when you have his side B to go horizontal mm-hmm. and then his up B to go vertical. Okay. So if you are Roy, but you only can go up and down, <laughs> like you're kind of fucked. So that might be why, apparently, if I remember correctly, uh, from reading the Smash Wiki, apparently he does have slightly more of a horizontal reach this time than, than yeah. I did. I but mean, it's I, gonna I, need to be kind of a, yeah. a big ass. Yeah, jump. I don't think like, it's enough to make up for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but I feel like he should have just been straight up an Ike. Uh, Echo and called it a day, right? Because right? we already have fucking Marth, Roy, <laughs> so and weird, Lucina yeah. uh, with the same move set. Um, but yeah, then once we got Richter, I was like, okay, all bets are off. Yeah. Even third party characters are getting not only Echoes, obscure Echoes. Yeah. yeah, I think we're gonna get a lot of third party Echo characters. Maybe everybody getting one. Wow, that's a good one. I think that this one's complicated by the fact, just you know, licensing issues. We have no idea how those work behind the scenes. We don't. And yeah. there's there's a lot of. I mean, okay, let's just go down the list. Miss <laughs> Pac-Man. Uh, sure, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think I'll it makes it. the most sense. There is weird licensing stuff going on. There's um, also the fact that Namco kind of likes to pretend Miss Pac-Man doesn't exist in Japan. Li- I, but I think that's a licensing <laughs> thing. So yeah, that's yeah, because you got the whole like e- e- the whole auto versus Miss Pac. We're not going to go down that history, <laughs> yet. but there there is some history to the way Miss Pac Man came into being, where Namco in Japan has not always wanted to play nice with that part of the their history. Yeah, right. so that would be the one thing against it, but it also just makes so much sense. Yeah, now that now that I'm thinking about more, yeah, it does make sense. I don't think it's going to happen though. Part of Pac Man again. It's kind of weird that Miss Pac Man's an American character. It is. Yeah, you very. Know? Shadow of the Hedgehog. 
Yes, absolutely. Hundred percent happening. No, no assist trophy yet. He does not have an assist trophy yet. He is in this game. Not only does he not have an assist trophy, they added a Knuckles assist trophy. Right. And we've seen it that usually these third parties have one. Anytime there's a character, there's one assist trophy to back it up. Mm. If we have Knuckles, we're getting Shadow as an echo. Is he 100%. bringing his gun? He's not bringing his gun. I do have a theory, and this would be the the biggest departure we've seen so far from Echo characters. But I think it's going to be based on Sonic's moveset, obviously. Yeah. But I think his up B is going to be Mewtwo's. Oh, interesting. That's an interesting More one. More yeah. of a like, teleport okay. type yeah. situation going on. I just wish they would change one of his other Bs. Because I feel like Sonic it feels such, like such a bland character. It's pretty much just a bunch a of variations yeah, on the same, same move. Three thing. times, right. Yeah. So I hope they change one of those moves out. So we have someone who feels a little bit different. I think they're going to I mean, take maybe... special care in the Echo characters to make sure that the, you don't have that completely redundant feeling. Like If they're introducing a new principle like that, they want it to feel fresh for you. I, I think they'll be very careful about mm -hmm. that. I think they're probably more hyper aware of that than we are even. They might be. The Echoes are such a weird thing because, like, back in my day, we used to call them clones. Right. Uh, and no one liked them. But, but and no one likes them. And now it's like, fuck it, give me all of them. All, that might be the best rebranding. Best marketing so, yeah. of all time. Like, it was like Coke going from new Coke back to Coke again. Like, <laughs> people actively want Echo characters now. So, yeah. what's so funny about it, though, is when you look at where we're at now and what they define Echo characters as versus uh, just separate characters, there's not really rhyme or reason for a lot of it. It kind of just seems like there was an arbitrary cutoff. <laughs> at the Wii U era because so Lucina and Dark Pit which when we saw them we're like alright they're fucking clones they're Echo characters but Dr. Mario's not Falco's not Wolf's not Roy's not like so that's that was, weird that was pretty much our first question to Bill Trennan at E3 and Nate Bildorf uh, from the Treehouse like why isn't Dr. Mario an Echo character what is an Echo character and the way they described it is basically uh, an Echo character is pretty much the original character just with like a couple tweaks here or there whereas Dr. Mario even though he does have the same superficial like superficially the same moves they are very different from Mario's core moves and in their exact properties but Dr. Mario especially in the Wii U version essentially was just Mario without Flood like it was just like the original Mario. Yeah, but yeah, even his like even his pills, I think, have different properties to them than the fireballs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. Like if it were up to me, Doctor Mario would be an Echo. Like I have a thing. I feel like if there's a character already on the roster, they shouldn't be in the roster again because Doctor Mario is just Mario with a cape, you know, or a doctor's <laughs> uh, outfit. So. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, whatever. I'll take it though. <laughs> Let's get to that hundred. Um, all right. So Shadow, I think, is a lock for Ryu. Are we gonna see Ken? I think so. Are we going to see Akuma? Akuma. I think Akuma is more likely than Ken. <laughs> see, my thing is, I think Ken's more likely. Mm -hmm. But you brought up a good point when we were talking earlier. Akuma has the most brilliant echo move, which is the difference of the fireball. Right. The jump fire, the, 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 the curvature on the fireball, that would be the an edge guarding nightmare. <laughs> I just love that one. You could change that one thing between the two characters and they become fundamentally broken in beautiful ways. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that. So I'm really hoping that the angled fireball for Akuma makes its way in because it's kind of his distinctive street fighter breaking move, which would not actually damage the playability of Smash Brothers, but would still be very signature and cool, and you wouldn't have to do a lot to make it yeah. happen. I almost feel like we might get both. Uh, there's actually a third possibility, too. Uh, we could Dan. have Akuma. We could, no, not Dan, but I think, I think Sakura, uh, who fundamentally has most of Ryu's moveset at a, mm -hmm. you know, kind of readjusted. You could make a, an echo out of her. Yeah, I don't think we'll get that, though. Yeah, I think with well, with how well performed, with how well Street Fighter Two performed on the Switch, on the Switch's eShop, there's a good chance we'll see more echoes. So if we see two or three of them, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and never, never underestimate the power of Japanese schoolgirls in selling a video game. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, so then for Snake, 
Uh, I've seen online of people talking about Big Boss, which is like the easy, obvious yeah. answer. But then even Raiden. Raiden. Raiden, Raiden moves so... It, the problem is Snake is all big and chunky and... MGS2 Raiden. Yeah, but okay, maybe. But, but we now we associate him brand-wise with speed and mm -hmm. revengeance. And, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a dude that moves quick like an engine, cuts things in half. I kind of just want this game to be the end-all, be-all proof of what PlayStation All-Stars Battle <laughs> couldn't do. Uh -huh. I get that. No, I, I really do think, like, Raiden works better as a separate character. He's just too distinctive from the way that Snake moves. Also, going off what I just said, can we just appreciate the fact that we have a game that has a Smash Brothers game on a Nintendo platform that has Snake and Cloud and has more of a chance of having Crash than All-Stars ever It is did. truly remarkable. That is something else. The only problem with All-Stars was that it sucked. It was <laughs> such a good idea. You know, it, you know what's funny is when, a lot, when people saw it for the first time, people are like, that's too similar to Smash Brothers. In hindsight, they should have gotten closer to Smash that, Brothers. Yeah. The biggest problem with yeah. All-Stars is that it wasn't fully a clone <laughs> exactly. of Smash. Yeah. It was like an echo. <laughs> no, if they, if they had just dived more into Smash and used their own interesting stable of characters, we would still be playing this Game. Totally. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think Big Boss, there's a chance. Uh, Konami is playing really nice with uh, Sakurai, and I know that it's like kind of a weird iffy thing because of Kojima and all that, but uh, they got David Hayter back. Like, that's kind of fucking huge. Yeah. Um, but they did change Snake's logo from the Foxhound logo to the exclamation point. So there's still bad blood over there. I do love, too, just the idea of how Snake is a literal clone of Big Boss. So that kind yeah. of fits it perfectly with the Echo Fighter paradigm. And, and that's why I feel like Ken is such a shoe in He is the original mm -hmm. video game clone character in the sense of not actually clone, but like yeah. right. palette swap, right? I like the idea that we get uh, we get a clone of Snake that's just him and the bandages from the hospital in <laughs> GS5. Just yeah. get his face all wrapped up. That'd be kind of great. Um, For Mega Man, so many options. Mm -hmm. It gets weird because of the final smash, kind right. of using up all of majority of the options, and us getting a assist trophy of zero confirmed. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like who could it possibly be? With uh, Me Fighter costumes, we got Mega Man X, Proto Man, Mega Man .exe, and Zero mm -hmm. uh, last generation. So I don't know if Capcom I'm wants to push Mega Man X collection. I mean, that's that's one way to lean in. It's just mm -hmm. to have X as an Echo Fighter. The, the thing is, Mega Man and Mega Man X really do move kind of differently. What are your thoughts on that, Andre? You know, I'm actually not too familiar with the Mega Man games, unfortunately, much to one of my coworkers. Uh, he gets upset with me every time I tell him this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't have too many thoughts on that, but I do have one thought. What if, because it's, as Tim mentioned, they have the uh, Mega Man has a Final Smash, which seems to discount or uh, unconfirm a lot of potential Echoes. What if they pulled an Infinity War trailer with this, where they had Hulk in the Infinity War trailer, even though he doesn't appear in the movie in that <laughs> segment, running at the camera? What if uh, they threw him in there just to throw us off off the smell, off the scent? Do you think that's why Hulk was was in the trailer, or do you think that's because they changed something in the movie late in the? Uh, no, they straight up said that no, they, they said did that? It just okay. to, just 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 for a shot. They wanted it to look more epic, I think. Or, Misdirection. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I I do think Mega Man's a natural for Echoes, but I think it's less likely. I think they're more likely to reach into that Capcom pool, and if Capcom's only going to get one character, I think it's much more likely going to be for Monster Hunter mm -hmm. than another iteration of, of Mega Man beyond what they already have. Yeah. That's in that. So Tim's got his list over there, and he's gone peeing now. <laughs> I could pick this up. <laughs> uh, let's on. do it. See if we can find it here. All right, we got Mega Man. Is it Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man? Oh, yeah. Uh, Bug Boss Riding, Proto Man. Let's see. Oh, wait. I think he's back. There we go. We got past Mega we're, Man. We're about to take over hosting detail. Yeah, we're, we <laughs> grabbed the thing, but then I couldn't figure out where you were on the sheet. Let's see. Um... We're no, we're no echo of Tim, apparently. Uh, Gene <laughs> from Bayonetta. That was good. That was good. That was good. good um, job. But Bayonetta, what are the chances of us seeing Gene? 
I, I don't think it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Bayonetta is basically it. I think there's a chance. All right, I like it. The, I mean, Bayonetta. Who the fuck saw that coming? No like, one. Yeah, yeah I think it's less likely. Also, Bayonetta getting an assist trophy with Ronin, like. Yeah, I just um, don't know how much platinum clout we're going to get in this. We were just talking about Mega Man, and like, I mean, how many Capcom characters are going to get in initially? You know, maybe two. So if that's Mega Man and one more, it's probably going to be Monster Hunter rather than an Echo, mm-hmm. for example. Maybe more will get in. Maybe they're more liberal about that. But I just, I, I don't think see... you're going to be liberal with the fact that we got Richter. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, uh, well, I mean, you've, you've got a burly guy with a stiff guy with a whip, mm-hmm. and you got another burly stiff guy with a whip. So it, it, why not? Cloud. Does he get a echo? No, no. Uh, I, I mean, you could do Zach, but why? Zach would be the most obvious. I don't think he'd make, like like he'd be the most easy, like in terms of one for one. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he has the resonance with an audience. Yeah, Squall is too different. The the gunblade's going to change up your mechanics quite mm-hmm. a bit there. I don't think uh, that works. People throwing around Sephiroth, which is like that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, no. Lightning, Noctis, Chrono. I'm like, I feel like. A lot of them would just have totally different play styles, and it's just not going to I don't want to live in a world where the beauty and joy and purity and optimism and goodness of Chrono is in any way tainted by the whininess of, of, of Cloud uh, Strife. Strife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we live in a world where, where Ganondorf can play just like Captain Falcon. So. Okay, there is that. True. Too. That's Very true. true. He has a sword now. He does have a thing, God. Yeah, kind of. About time. Um, and so then Diddy Kong. Here's the big one. Dixie. It's gonna happen. I, I'm in on this. Me too. Yep. Me too. It, it, I feel like it's been way, way too long. She's been rumored way too many times, and I think everyone expected her to be her own character forever. But now that Echoes are a true thing, right. we're fucking getting it. And it makes complete sense. She can have the exact same moveset minus her recovery, which is which via Hairspin. Yeah. Which should just be Hairspin, which has the same properties as Donkey Kong's upbeat. No, I, I loathe Diddy Kong. This is way too smart not to do. <laughs> they absolutely should, should have her in there. I really think it's going to happen. Black Shadow or Mock Rider as Captain Falcon um, echoes. Yes, I'm down. I think we're overdue for another for another uh, cap, for another F Zero representation. So even if the series itself will never come back, I'm in. I just love that you said Mock Rider, and I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to say any more beyond that. I'm yeah. just flashing to like the NES's bad excite bike, and I'm I'm locked <laughs> into that. But yeah. Smash has shown a lot of love to Mock Rider in the past. It has like a lot more than to many other franchises, even if it's just a song. But like, even just a song back in Melee meant yeah. a lot. Yep, it did. Um, Counterpoint, the song wasn't very good, though. True. It was <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason we remember Excite Bike and forget Mock Rider. I don't think that uh, it's going to happen for either of them, especially because Black Shadow, how different is he going to be from Ganondorf, who already is an echo of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what about, um, uh, is it Blood Falcon? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that they could. I just don't see him. Do, they don't give a fuck about it. Zero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I mean, Captain Falcon is he's he's one of the original. You know, mm-hmm. he's a prominent Falcon punch will be in our minds from now till the end of time. I think that's what FD Zero deserves until they get a new game. Yeah, uh, I, I love F Zero, but it's time for a new F Zero before I see much more of it in Smash. Octolings as Inkling Echoes. Yeah, because they want to sell more Octolings <laughs> to you. I think yeah. that as a marketing move, that makes yeah. sense. I see it as DLC. I think it that could it's, be, yeah. I think that it's one of those, especially with how they're pushing the octolings now with Split as DLC. Two. Yeah, like I, I think timeline wise, I think they give them to your main game to try to get you to buy octoling DLC and in Splatoon. Hilda as a Zelda Echo and Impa as a Sheik Echo. Oh wow! 
you could, but I think that when you're prioritizing, so many other things in this list are, are going to make a bigger splash. It's I hard think for Impa to... has a chance. Yeah. I think Hilda does not have a chance. Okay. I'm going to say no to both. We already have so much Zelda representation now with all the links coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we need any more. Birdo as um, Birdo. a Yoshi. <laughs> I I think we are more likely to get Birdo as an individual character than really? we are as an Echo. Yeah, I actually think Birdo, who makes weird appearance, Nintendo obviously likes Birdo. Again, I was joking about True. Captain Rainbow earlier, but Birdo pops up there. Birdo pops yeah. up in a lot of weird places, and uh, I could absolutely see Birdo working as a great Smash Brothers character. I, I would love that. I don't see her as being as, as an Echo, just because her moveset, would be, I feel like it would be too different. Yeah, they both have eggs, but they shoot them in very different ways. Yeah. So, and plus, you know, Birdo, as far as we know, doesn't inhale people like Yoshi yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Now with an all new funky mode. Oh my god. That would be incredible. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't either. Um, I've never then, struck anyone on camera before. <laughs> and then finally, Isabel. Oh, 100%. I'm in, I'm in on 100%, Isabel. Yep. It's happening. I really, really think we're going to get Isabel as a uh, villager echo. I don't think she's going to be her own character. That makes sense. I don't either, right. Yeah. yeah. So now going into, this is a little bit different. We're talking about third parties. If they were to be ah. represented in this franchise, who do we think they would use? Okay. Let's start with Ubisoft, who is not a Japanese developer, so mm -hmm. it would be kind of weird, but Rayman did have a trophy in the Wii U version That's of the true. game. Rabbits, very, rabbits, very rabbits, weird. rabbits, rabbits. I, I Just a rabbit or Peach Rabbit? That's uh, I think, I, well, costume change, probably, hmm. honestly. That's true. I think they both. could... Pretty much, yeah, that'd be, or, or an Echo even. Yeah, so. I think that, that you go with a rabbit of some kind. That makes perfect sense. It'd be, a rabbit is a perfect Smash character. I, I was talking about this with you all a few months ago. This has been batted around literally for years, and it, it's one of the best third-party moves they could make. They have that great relationship. They're fun characters. They're dumb. They're, they're <laughs> cartoony. They're agile. Why not? I can see it happening as DLC, not as core, but that is a, a interesting point of it just being a rabbit where it could be, Mario Rabbit or Peach Rabbit mm -hmm. or Luigi just go through. Yeah, and that collaboration that they were doing on, on the tactics game could easily stem from that 2015 Bible era. Mm -hmm. That was a game that did not have to be on Wii U to work. And so, very well, this could already be in the works. I do think there's also a chance for Rayman. Him having the, the trophy in the other game, there is there's something. There. No, there's I think that ship sailed. It'd be a rabbit, no Rayman. Yeah. 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 Bethesda. <laughs> do we get Doomguy? <laughs> no. Again, I think it would be DLC if it were to happen. I don't think it's impossible. I also don't think it's likely. I'm going to say it's impossible. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So <laughs> Yeah, Doomguy's hard. I mean, he'd be amazing. He'd be absolutely amazing. But I, I, I don't think tonally. There's, the problem with Doomguy is you don't see Doomguy. Like, Doomguy... Mm -hmm. Yes, you see him in some screenshots, and you see the cover. That's all yeah. you need. No, hold up, though. We didn't see Shell either. And you were, that's true, too. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. That's you did see, but he did appear in like art at the end of the game. Yeah. 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 I, I just don't see Doom Guy really taking off on that. Mm -hmm. um, what about Skyrim representation? Maybe. Uh, that makes, uh, because of their more, again, from a marketing angle, it makes a lot of sense. Sure. Just take some of the iconic armor and slap it on somebody. Why not? <laughs> 
Um, Activision, we already kind of went over this a little with, with Crash. Mm-hmm. I think Spyro is way less likely than, than Crash is. I don't know if there's anyone else really that fits. No, I can't think of anything else. I, yeah, Crash is the only likely one, I think. Electronic Arts, I just put it there. I can't think of it. <laughs> what characters do they have that Yo, could be? Dude, John Madden himself. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm on board with this. <laughs> do you have anything, Jared? <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at that. Uh, Microsoft, we went over it already, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think that that either Minecraft Steve or some type of rare representation. Hopefully, the rare stuff. Minecraft Steve would be rad from uh, from kind of worldwide see, perspective. I could see a Minecraft stage, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I I think that could work. Yeah, because then you can you can make the creeper a hazard or something on the stage, or again, yeah. an assist trophy or, or something like that, an item. Um, because I don't think the creeper is really going to make a good playable character. Uh, there's just not enough of a move set there. But Minecraft Steve mounted on a pig would be even more fun. I think, like, not just Steve, but Steve riding a pig around. Yeah. I th- I'm more into that than I am just Steve like waddling. PlayStation. I don't see them getting any first party representation mm, ever. That's no. a little too bro. Especially with PlayStation does not play nice. That's it. Yeah, with the way they've been acting recently, I don't think there's a chance we see anything from them. They just go, yeah, y'all can have Polygon, man. No one cares. <laughs> Uh, Square Enix, they already got Cloud. I don't think we're going to see any more. When you look at the music representation... Wait, are we, what about Gino? We, oh, we well, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, Gino. Gino, who I do think is likely, but um, I don't think we're going to get Chrono. I don't think we're going to get... I think we get a Dragon... I'm telling you, I think we get a Dragon Quest monster, and I think it's slime. Hmm. Um, but the thing about Square is they are proving to be the most difficult to work with mm-hmm. in terms of the third parties because for music representation <laughs> two tracks over 800 <laughs> tracks in the game Castlevania has 34 Mega Man has like 30 whatever and then Final Fantasy has two <laughs> mm-hmm. it's amazing. and it's not even one winged angel like how are you going to have Final Fantasy 7 music and not have that well, very bizarre is Genova in there no no it's the battle theme and the boss battle theme and that's it how do you not have Genova? I mean, one thing. They're nuts, man. Capcom, I feel like we already have so much re- representation mm-hmm. already. Uh, Echoes, I imagine we're going to get a bunch, but I think Monster Hunter is the only yeah. other real likely one. Agreed. Yeah. Palico would be amazing. Although, I mean, if I can play as, as somebody from Resident Evil in Smash Brothers. Yeah. That would be awesome. Even a Resident Evil zombie could be fun in that way. Uh, <laughs> a zombie would be something. Yeah, yeah that, if it's kind of shambling around, that'd be kind of amazing. Uh, and then Namco Bandai, I'm going to save because we're going to get to that in a second. But uh, outside of games, I brought up Goku earlier. Right. Do you think that there's anyone else that could possibly mesh? Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. <laughs> Shrek gets <laughs> thrown around a lot. We ain't going to see that. Only if we get uh, Stefan as an Echo Fighter. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, he was already get, in mind. We have yeah. to get <laughs> Stefan. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Stefan Urkel has got to be there, too. No, I think he's gonna. I think Sakurai's going to stick with the uh, the game paradigm. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to go through this a little more quickly than I was planning on because we're running a little long here. Uh, but this is the assist trophy and me fighter costume evidence towards or against characters. Um, in the past, Dark Samus and Little Mac were both assist trophies. Now they're full mm-hmm, characters. Mm-hmm. So we kind of see that this is a test bed in some way for like proper uh, playable character representation. Right. Um, so deconfirmed characters that we will not see playable in this game are Waluigi. Uh, and, and this isn't the fullest. These are the ones that had any chance at all. Exactly. Waluigi, Ashley from WarioWare, which was a very demanded character 
for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know. Because she had a song one time. Yeah, she had a song one <laughs> I, time. I like Ashley. <laughs> I do uh, too. But it's just weird. Like, I don't know. I, I just feel like Wario Everything wear... in WarioWare is weird. That's what <laughs> WarioWare does. That's, that's its thing. Bomberman was kind of a bummer to me. Bom- I, Bomberman? I, yeah, I, Bomberman. <laughs> I, I really thought that we were going to get him as a playable I character. I did too. Yeah, Bomberman with a Load Runner Echo would be awesome. Like that would be because in the Hudson universe they're the same person. Mm. So and or or with a Mister Driller like switch out that yeah. would be cool too. Like any of those little cute Namco guys that all like kind of look the same be amazing. But yeah, Dig I, Doug. I, I really thought we were gonna get Bomberman and, and seeing him as a sister trophy, I was like, fuck. Yeah, right there with you. Gray Fox, which I wouldn't expect to see, but whatever. Um, Zero, I was a little shocked to see as an assist trophy because I was like, oh, maybe we'll get him as an Echo. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal from Star Fox. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, Lynn from Fire Emblem is, is another one that's been requested forever, but it's like we don't need another sword we fighting. Have, we have a character. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Midna from Twilight Princess. Yeah. Shovel Knight, which was like what the living fuck, <laughs> and that's Western. So there, like, there are some rules that are kind of being broken. Um, but yeah, Shovel Knight, I really thought was a shoe in as DLC for Wii U when they announced the Amiibo. The Amiibo, that's yeah. it, yeah. I don't know how that's not a lock. I, I cannot figure out how that didn't come together. Mm. Love that he's in the game, though. Yeah, like, that's, so, that's so great, because we don't see indie representation at all. No, it's. Uh, I think we got a trophy for one indie character in Wii U, if I remember correctly, but yeah, we've never seen anything anything of this caliber. I, I'm going to get salty for a second. I am not okay that he's a trophy. Shovel Knight you let us down, Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. Shovel Knight should be in this game. That is a critical failure. Damn. <laughs> wow. It's true. I, I feel you, though. Uh, Squid Sisters are assist trophies, so they're deconfirmed. And Takamaru is deconfirmed. Yeah. And that's another weird one where I don't think anybody's actually asking for him to be in the game <laughs> as playable, but he is that weird kind of Game & Watch, Rob, Duck Hunt Dog character where it's like, I guess... I do think he might be the only uh, only game represented in Nintendo Land that doesn't have a character in Smash Brothers. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, and so oh, this, this is this is probably the more exciting bit of this: the characters that have not been deconfirmed yet that have had assist trophies before. Yeah. that their assist trophies have not been seen yet in Smash Ultimate. Uh, Dylan from Dylan Rolling Western. I say there no. is a twenty percent chance. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Excite Bikes. Have not been seen yet. That, that would be amazing. It'd be incredible. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's weird we haven't seen him yet. The wheelie excite bike fighter, there's a lot you could do with. Mm-hmm. That would kind of, uh, getting back to my whole vehicle thing with Stoner's FX, that would kind of fill in that gap, you know? Mm-hmm. If you were playing around, if you are on a motorcycle, I guess Wario kind of covers that too a little bit, but yeah. 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 I still love uh, you can just use Wario's motorcycle as a weapon. That's one of <laughs> so the best great. things. You can it. eat your it's own like motorcycle Dante. to get health back. Yeah, that's a, incredible. With that said, I'm going to say 10% chance on Excite Bike. You think less than Dylan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight up. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's more than I, Dylan. I do hope. I would say 25 to 30. I hope for an Excite Bike stage that's constantly being redesigned as you're playing. That'd like, be cool. I mean, like, did it in Mario Kart. Exactly. You've got like, doot, 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 doot. And somebody's like building the stage. Yeah, the track uh, creator. Uh, the have. track creator. That's the stage. And so your ground is always changing underneath you. I I'd, like I'd love that. Uh, there was an Isabel assist trophy. And we haven't seen it yet. Yeah. More proof to that. There was a shadow one. More proof to that. Skull Kid. Oh man, this now, is where here's my thing. All right, I think Skull Kid and Gino are both in the game, and I think that they they both have the same shot. Okay, Skull Kid used to be an assist trophy, is no longer one. Moon 
from Majora's Mask is an assist trophy. Yep. Hmm. And it had a huge emphasis in the last direct. Yeah. Coming during this during the Shovel Knight segment. Um, and also, I don't know if you saw this, but in the uh, behind Sakurai in one of the segments, there was a purple and yellow chair, mm-hmm. just like the two fairies from Majora's oh, wow. Mask. And then also on the couch, there are pillows that are that are colored or have the same fabric style as the Skull Kids. If so, you're gonna have Skull Kids, in, in previous directs, there was things like that that led to K. Roll. <laughs> there was also Pac-Man in the clouds before. There know? was. Yeah. If you're gonna have Skull Kid in your game. Then every time you play with him, it has to be time, not stock. That's that's got to be the one rule, no matter what happens. If you play a Skull Kid, then the world's going to end in three minutes, no matter it. what. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I really think Skull Kid is going to make it in. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. Um, He's perfect. Isaac from Golden Sun, another oft-requested fighter. We got a kind of tease for it in this direct. We did, where we got the shot that looks like the battle system in in Golden Sun. Yeah, he's been an assist trophy. We haven't seen him yet. That seems like one of the most likely ones that we've somehow not talked about up till now. I, I because of the long legacy there, because of the fact that the Golden Sun's just been kind of dormant for a long time. I, I really think that that's kind of like when Pitt showed up in uh, in Smash Brothers the first time. Just like, well, duh, of course. <laughs> uh, it feels like one of the things that ought to happen. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit more 50-50 on it, mm-hmm. where I do think that because of how crazy this fan service game has become, we're going to get him. But I also wouldn't be surprised if we didn't. I think we're going to see a Golden Sun game on Switch in the next two to three years, and I think it makes sense to bring him out either in the main game or his DLC to go with that. If that were the case, that would make complete sense. So, yeah, but I'm kind of with Tim on this one. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite feeling it, but hey, if he shows up, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. I, in a world where Octopath Traveler sold as many copies as it did, I cannot imagine t- Nintendo looking at their portable system, looking at a second-to-first-party RPG and going, how do we not make this happen? Yeah. Uh, Tingle has not been <laughs> has not returned yet. I don't think we're going to see him. Oh, I think well, maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. Didn't he appear on the uh, Majora's Mask? Well, stage? he's on the stage, yeah. but he's not as an assist trophy. Right. So, and like we've seen characters on stage before, so yeah. that gets kind of iffy. But I don't think we're going to see. I Tinkle don't think so as either. A playable. <laughs> um, and then finally, not deconfirmed yet. Barbara the Bat. Uh, from Jam with the Band. Right. No. Um, the only, and I don't think it's going to happen either. But the only thing that makes me go, hmm, is that not only is she an assist trophy in the past, she also had a Mii Fighter costume. That's true. That's a good point. But I'm still, I think she'll be the ex- one of the exceptions to the rule that she doesn't get turned into an actual character. Sidebar. <laughs> So again, y'all are the gurus. Who is Barbara the Bat? Because I have no <laughs> idea who you're talking about. This is why she's not going to appear in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She, if you see her, if you see her, you'd be like, oh, that thing. It's from the American name is Jam with the Band. I don't know the name of the the Japanese version of the game, but it's okay. a, it's a rhythm game. Mm-hmm. Okay, that I always thought was Rhythm Heaven, but it's not. <laughs> okay, I so, don't know Barbara the Bat. I mean, right, the thing you. is, yeah, we're, we're more likely to get a Rhythm Heaven representation than Jam with the Band. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so now moving from assist trophies over to me fighter costume evidence. Uh, Inkling's outfit, Daisy outfit, King K. Rule outfit, Prom outfit mm-hmm. were all in the Wii U version right. for me fighters. All of them are now playable characters. So there is a lot of evidence there that like these things are going somewhere. Oh, well, I think that the, what that has to do with more than anything else is means. So what we're doing right now for fun, they've done for years for money. They're sitting in a room throwing these names around. So I think anybody that ends up making it in as a costume is going in because there was a long discussion. Everybody wants them in the game. Can we make it happen? That's probably all it's really indicative of. If we look at the last game, well, they were in a costume, so they're going to happen. 
I'm not sure that that's going to be a one for one. I think it means that it helps us understand that there are a lot of people advocating every generation for these folks to continue advancing. But I don't think it's like stepping up the stairs. I that's true it's, when we see some of these Mii Fighter costumes. Let's go through the <laughs> list. Right. Um, but yeah, so those guys made it. Only four of them. All Many right. did not yet, uh, including Barbara the Bat. Yep. We'll see. Uh, there was a Shy Guy outfit. Don't think there's a chance of getting a Shy Guy. No, uh, really? Shy, I feel like that's a little too... We'll see Waluigi before we get a Shy Guy. I don't know. Waluigi sucks. <laughs> But there's like a <laughs> memification of him that like Shy Guy's a Nintendo character, Waluigi's a Camelot character. And don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't think we'll see Shy Guy. I don't either, but I would love it. I love Shy Guy, so uh Toad outfit. If we get Toad, it'll be Captain Toad. That's yeah. Right. Uh there was a Majora's mask outfit. Even more Skull Kid evidence. Hell yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh there was a Black Knight outfit. Um, the main enemy in Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, which was Ike's right. game. With the amount of Fire Emblem love going on, I wouldn't be surprised. And especially, I would say it was not likely at all. But there's two things that lead me to believe that it might happen. The fact that Krom is not an Ike Echo, mm -hmm. is a Roy Echo. Okay. Ike could get an Echo. And on top of that, there's a real heroes versus villains theme going on with Ultimate that we haven't seen before. Right. And Fire Emblem does not have any villain representation at all. So hmm. that makes sense. And third point, they are a Fire Emblem character, which seems to be. And that is a third <laughs> very quality point there. So funny. Um, next up, Veridi from Kitakiris Uprising, which I didn't play, so I'm not too familiar with um, right but there was a costume for her yeah I, I don't see that happening as a character either i think pin and palatine are going to be it from kid Icarus uprising although i would love i would actually love if um oh god i'm forgetting his name right now uh the villain of the game appeared uh, he, he was incredible in the game yeah yeah I, wanna play, I wanted to play that game so bad i i played it for a bit and my hand cramped too much and then by the time there was that we're using the, the stand i was <laughs> not like then they added the like that other like stick right they added, yeah, 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 the giant, the giant pro, or you could usually write, or you could switch it, I think, right? I, you could, I never did, but put it on Switch, man. Yeah. Like, I would love to play it. Yeah, same here. I couldn't, they, yeah, my hands cramped the entire time, too. It was just a very uncomfortable game I hear experience. it's a great game, and it seems like, like my cup of tea in terms of video yeah. games. I love, like, arcade-style time attack things. I love rhythm games. I love uh, Star Fox and kind of just flight sim things, and this kind of Oh, and those like flight levels were incredible in the game. Put those in HD on the Switch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, there was an Ashley outfit. In as a me fighter, and she got deconfirmed. It was a Takamaru outfit, deconfirmed. Mm -hmm. Knuckles outfit, deconfirmed. Yeah. Uh, and then a Tails outfit, but we're not going to see Tails. Are you? You think so? You think not? You we're going. We're going to get Shadow before Tails. I agree with that absolutely. But I think Tails has a chance. I mean, that's the other long-term, well-known Sonic character. I think. I I just feel like Tails wouldn't offer anything that Dixie doesn't. Dixie would be just an echo. Whereas Tails, you're not going to be an well, echo. Well, sure, echo. sure he does. He doesn't suck. <laughs> so much I can't, salt. I can't so even. So much salt. Um, and then there was the four Mega Man outfits that I said earlier. I don't know. Who's most likely to be a Mega Man Echo? I missed this because I went to the bathroom. We talked about it just from a marketing perspective. Um, maybe X, honestly, just because the collection just came out mm -hmm. and that they may be trying to push in that direction. X and Mega Man's movesets in those games do feel very distinctive, and that's why it's going to be hard. X is yeah. really kind of more agile than Mega Man, and I worry about that a little bit. But uh, with Zero already appearing someplace else, he would have been the most likely otherwise. Proto Man would probably be the other switch. I think Proto Man makes, makes the most sense. 
Uh, and the next up there was Dunban from Xenoblade Chronicles. He got his own outfit. I don't see him getting in, but it's weird that he had his uh, thing. But this just <laughs> oh, shows true. Sakurai likes these obscure games, so or more obscure games. Yeah. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> uh, there was an Isabel outfit. Even more proof. Isabel yeah. is in this game. Um, Flying Man from Earthbound. Uh, he, we won't see him. No. He's, he's a stage, stage hazard. hazard yeah. uh, in, uh, Which you can thankfully now turn off. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Um, there was a Chocobo <laughs> hat and a Geno hat. If they showed love to Gino, we're getting something. I think yeah. I think so. It's time, man. It's there was a Monster Hunter outfit and a Rothalos for Monster Hunter outfit. Yeah. So I mean, we already saw Rothalos in the mm-hmm. game in some way, which is interesting. Um, I think Monster Hunter character possible, if not likely. Uh, I think Palico is really likely. So then, the final thing here is the Bandai Namco characters, of which there were many uh, represented in the Me Fighter outfits. Heihachi from Tekken. Akira Yuki from Virtua Fighter, Jackie Bryant from Virtua Fighter, Lloyd Irving from Tales of Symphonia, and Gil from Babylonian Castle Saga. I think most of these are just Sakurai being Sakurai. It's just like, <laughs> those are just things he likes. I think Heiachi has an undeserving likelihood of being in this game. I would not be shocked to see another Bandai Namco representative. I feel like we have to get one. Yeah, I do too. Pac-Man's not enough. They're making the game. <laughs> right. They, I mean, they made the previous ones, yeah. and now they're making this one. Uh, yeah, I think it has to, like one of those has to happen, or some kind of character. Well, I went off earlier about uh, about taking Load Runner and Bomberman from Hudson, and then I started, you know, it rolled into like, hey, uh, Mr. Driller, and dig that. Those are, those are Namco characters. Mr. Driller would not be a terrible choice. Mr. Driller with a Dig Dug Echo would not be a terrible choice. <sighs> Am I wrong um, in saying Mr. Driller is a assist trophy? Uh, I don't remember. You're thinking of Drill Dozer, I think. Yeah, yes. I think Drill Dozer. Oh, yeah. Mr. Driller would be a fun one. It wouldn't be big over here. Something, again, from a Japanese perspective, if you're going nostalgic, something from Tower of Druaga mm. is a beloved Nanfo franchise in Japan. Something that people are very nostalgic about. Uh, and seeing something come out of that, maybe, uh, would make sense for Namco. Um, Namco was involved in the publishing of some Dark Souls stuff. Dark Souls is interesting. Mm-hmm. I've seen it come up before. Don't see it happening, but maybe it's DLC. I think the DLC uh, world will be radically different, and I think Cloud proved that before. But once they kind of give us a hint of what DLC is going to look like, I think that's when we're going to get fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but until then, Bandai Namco rep, I think Heihachi is the easy answer. Yeah. We, uh, we are. Tekken's never been on a Nintendo system. Yeah. Oh, wait. Has it? N- no. no, I don't think so. Also, we already passed it. Uh, so forgive me here, but this year, it, Square Enix, this is the 40th anniversary of Space Invaders. We're and not getting Space Invaders, <laughs> you, I could see a Space Invader. Hey, we did get a Space Invaders style stage in Splatoon 2's DLC, the Octo expansion. True. Yep. It's mm. 40th anniversary. That's Square Enix. Taito is, you know, that's the part. We think of Taito as, a, as an obsolete company. They're just a boutique brand now for Square Enix. That's it's a larger company Something with a bigger than uh, before we move on, this episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast is brought to you by Movement Watches. By now, I'm sure you guys have all heard about Movement Watches. My brother loves it, wears it every day. Kevin, you wearing yours right now? Not right now? Okay. Kevin wears his all the time. He loves his Movement Watch. He is never late, let me tell you that. <laughs> Unless, maybe he was late today because he wasn't wearing it, but I didn't notice. Uh, Movement has come far from being crowdfunded kids working out of a living room in the past year. They've not only introduced a ton of new watch collections for both men and women, but also they've expanded to sunglasses and fashion-forward bracelets for her. Uh, I love the glasses everywhere, every time I travel. I'm not the biggest sunglass guy, but uh, whenever I go to Austin, whenever I go to San Diego, and the sun is just overbearing, 
Ah, my movement sunglasses are what I bust out. Gia loves her multiple pairs. She loves her watches. We just went to Cisco's wedding, and Gia wore her movement watch to the wedding and got many compliments on it, uh, including from the dragon himself. So there's that. Movement watches start at just $95 at a department store. You're looking at $400 to $500. Uh, Movement figured out that by selling online, they're able to cut out the middleman and retail markup, providing the best possible price. We're talking classic design. We're talking quality construction. And guess what? We're talking styled minimalism. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash kinda. See why Movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to mvmt.com slash kinda. Join the movement. All right, gentlemen, we've talked about characters. We went on for a very long time, <laughs> and we're going to keep going. We're going to keep right, yeah. 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 moving. Cool, Greg. Damn it. Can you give me some of that recap, Jesus? Uh Stages. Got to talk about them, stages. There's only a few of them to talk about. I know, right? So <laughs> yeah. here's the thing. Uh, we, we, we've pretty much seen so many announcements, so much conversation about the now 103 <laughs> stages confirmed in Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Ultimate. Or over 300 if you count all their variants. <laughs> variants including Battlefield, Big Battlefield, and Final Destination versions. Um, quality of life, this game's all about it. Eight player battles can now take place on any stage. Uh, in the last game it was only on uh, Big Battlefield. So. Right. That's a really cool addition. I love, love that. that. Yeah. They introduced a new stage morph feature that, I'm being honest, seems kind of unnecessary. No, I fucking like, love this. Why not? No, this is fucking brilliant. So, because one thing that Smash Bros. has been kind of lacking is every... So the game's all about crossovers, right? But every stage has always been based around just one series, one franchise. Holy shit, this really is the true PlayStation All-Stars. It, it is, exactly. It's yeah. taking that basic <laughs> idea, but doing wow. it better in a way. So, no, I fucking love this. You can mesh, you can combine whatever franchises you want into whatever, you know, whichever ones you want to hop between. I love this idea. Um, just really switches it up even more so. The thing I love, thank you, Kev. The thing I love most thank about you. it is uh, the music we talked about earlier, over 800 tracks. Um, the songs are no longer tied to each stage. They're tied to franchise. Uh, would you want another one? Sure. I'll take one. Yeah. Get, <laughs> you got him? Kevin, he's just thank you. Thanks. Kevin, just helping everybody he's out here. Thanks, man. Kevin. Yeah. Um, yeah, you are, Kevin. Thanks. But songs are now tied to franchise. Um, so what I like most about the stage morph is you can just kind of choose like different songs that you like, and then just morph between those stages. It's such a great idea because it already kind of felt like it should have been that way before originally, where you'd have songs appear on stages that they only fit in. So yeah, just putting it together by franchise makes so much sense. Yeah. Um. You can finally toggle hazards on and off in a level. It's like Thank they're God. pretty much just giving you options that we've all wanted forever. Yeah. Love that so Play much. Play the way you want. The Omega stages in Wii U was like probably my favorite addition that that Thank game you. had, um, besides eight-player eight battles. Why was that? Um, because, let's be real, when me and my friends play, and that, that's not just me and my core friend group, it's me and my work friend group, it's me and my any friend group I've ever had that plays Smash Bros, we go in, Final Destination only, over and over and over. Yeah. I will never forget during the brawl days, uh, my best friend's girlfriend walking in being like, if I hear that fucking song one more goddamn time, I swear to God. And let's be real, the brawl Final Destination theme is the best. Oh, it's the most high theme, theme yes. of all time. Yeah, it is great. Um, but I get where she's coming from. And so the fact that uh, we you introduced this, this way to play Final Destination stages, but listening to different music, seeing different environments, it's like kind of the best of both worlds. I love the idea that you play a game that has more options than any other game ever crafted by human beings <laughs> and then immediately turn 95% of them off every time you play. <laughs> it's true. It's the only way. It's, it's not the only way. It's 
the thing about Smash Bros. I love everything. It's your favorite about it. way. I love single player. I love multiplayer. I love all mm-hmm. the things. But yeah, there is a, a purist form to it. Play that how you want. Just kind of understands. You know what I mean? No, everyone play. doesn't. How do you play Smash Bros? I played both ways. So uh, during the IGN era, I got big in, got big into the uh, Final Destination only, no items. But I love playing, you know, with items on on every stage. You know, I, I like the I like the I you know I like both the um, both the competitive nature of playing with no items and on Final Destination. But I also love just com- the complete chaos of bombs flying mm-hmm. everywhere, of assist trophies popping up out of nowhere and doing God knows what. And now, if you kill assist trophies, you get a kill for it. You which get is points. Ridiculous! It's really wild. Yeah. Uh, who? Who? Which way does? Uh, which way does Fran play? Fran, Fran plays like we play. Don't play the way Fran plays. <laughs> That's always the answer. Now Don't play it, the way Fran Finally, he has another option. He, Fran Mirabella would only play as Peach. He would refuse to play as any other character. So now hopefully Daisy will give him some options. A shudder just ran through my spine being reminded of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, but yeah, um, I, I was joking. Play how you want. Play no, how it's but, but, fun but for you. But I love this game gives you yeah. so many options. And, and again, yeah. when I play competitively, quote unquote, with my friends, <laughs> right. casual competitive, um, it's Final Destination. We do that, but it's like there's so the event mode and like the so much of the single player stuff. I love playing with items. I love right. fucking around, and just yeah. having dumb. And it's the same. Shit. I give you crap, and but I actually Final Destination is perfect for when you just want to sit down for a while and focus. And I love the modes that they're they're adding in this. I mean, stamina mode's always been a thing, but there's more focus on it and adding the final charge, uh, final smash charge bar. It's going to be so much fun, no, especially because they're weaker. That is brilliant. Yeah, I think it really opens up Final Smashes to a much broader demographic now because everyone, I think a lot of people would just turn off items before. They never see the Smash Balls, never see the Final Smashes. And this is something something I've been wanting for a while because I think there's so much more you could do with Final Smashes with it not being tied to the random element where the ball's going. Um, so I'm really excited for this for this mode, especially because with how it might affect the balance of the game. Mm-hmm. Because now, if you're playing with a Final Smash meter, you have to take into, into consideration how good the Final Smash might be. Yeah. So it really gives you an additional move that a lot of people didn't have before. Yeah. I'm su- super stoked for it. So talking about stages, there were nine in Super Smash Brothers 64. <laughs> there were 29 in Melee. There were 41 in Brawl. 42 in the 3DS version. 56 in Wii U. There are 103 stages. <laughs> In Smash Bros. That is not freaking ridiculous. And three, and that's not including the, the variations. Now, what's interesting to me is in this direct, they were very deliberate about their their phrasing, about the way that they were talking about things. As of now, or some things of that as nature. Of now, right. There are over 800 music tracks, whatever. They made it very clear there's 103 stages in the game. Mm-hmm. They didn't really give it room to grow, right. which I thought was interesting uh, because. There are only four new levels we've seen. Yep. New Donk City Hall, Great Plateau Tower, Moray Towers, Dracula's Castle. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to see more new stages? 100%. Like, I will bet money on this. There's no way. I've seen a lot of people who advocate for the fact that we've seen them all. This is all there is. There's no way we go four more months, four to five months until release, and we don't see any more stages at all. Particularly given the fact that there's also more characters coming, and I don't think there's a chance that every one of them won't have, their, won't have some kind of stage to go with it. So yeah, I think there's, I think we'll absolutely see more stages. And there's a fact that on the, the stage selection screen, there are six more blank spots left. So Blank spots have proven in the past to not mean anything. They, they, don't, they may not I'm mean anything. That but there yeah, will be more. I think that there's another third-party character announced that character is going to come with a stage. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that this is almost certainly going to happen. After mm-hmm. Dracula's Castle and Richter and Simon, I think that if you see somebody else coming along and it's a third-party addition to the main game, they'll have a stage to come along with it. From all our conversation today, has there been a new third-party character that we've talked about? That would have their own. Gino would be probably. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of think he'd need one. Yeah. 
Yeah. The what? His music's been in the game as well previously. Right. So if we're talking Gina, what would what would the carrot stage be? I mean, it would almost have to be the forest. The forest. Yeah, okay. where you meet him. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Banjo Kazooie though definitely would need his own stage. I think that I said any. I think any third party character, yeah. um, maybe even like contractually, they'd want. You know, well wait. You know, Simon's getting a stage. Are we getting a stage? You know yeah. that kind of thing too. Plus, it's 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 it helps highlight the character. I think it's exciting to have. Also, uh, I still haven't gotten my Super Mario Three Sun stage, and until I get that, I'm going to keep Christ. screaming. How has that not happened? Oh my god! Um, so as of August twenty first, there are only nineteen stages in Smash Brothers history that are not in this game. And with how much they're going into this ultimate, we want everything, everyone is here mentality, it's kind of weird that they're not in, mm -hmm. right? Let's go stage by stage and talk about it. All right. From 64, we're missing Sector Z. This is a bummer to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I Because it's the thing is, the Great Fox is kind of overdone. We have Corneria already. We have... Um, is it Venom? I, I think, yeah. And the thing is, Sector Z was very different to the others because it was huge, mm -hmm. um, especially for the game it appeared in. It was just a massive stage. So I, I wanted back. It was one of my favorite stages in the original game. It was almost the final destination of that game, I it, feel it like. It was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, because there, and the only problem was the fucking armor. <laughs> <was five. laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was the closest thing we had to just a, a flat... Um, Stage to, to fight on right. in 64. Yeah. Because um, we didn't get Pokemon Stadium until uh, Melee. But yeah, I I, I want to see Sector Z back. I feel like the only reason it's not is because we have Corneria mm -hmm. and like, I feel like they're seen as the same. But they're not the same. They're not the same they're at all. They're not the same at all. So I'm hoping, it, I'm hoping we get it. Yeah, the scale's way different. I, so. I'm wondering if that's just a situation where you're sitting down with the production spreadsheet a year ago going, here are the goal stages, here's where we are. We haven't built Corneria yet because we, or pardon me, we haven't built Sector Z because we deprioritized it over Corneria. We'll get to it if we can. We can't get to it. Just cut it. People will live. Maybe it's just that. Everyone is here, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Planet Zebes, the, the Metroid stage from 64, is another example of, well, there's Brinstar and Melee. Right. They're different. They are very different. This is also my favorite Metroid stage of the entire mm -hmm. series. Mm. Um, it, I think it has a greater uh, vertical gameplay than mm -hmm. than the, uh, the other one. So I concur with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then the last one from 64 that was never really a stage, but is the the Metal Crystal Caverns that you fought Metal Mario on as a boss in, in classic mode. Um, its own unique stage that we never got to play as, which was kind of weird. I don't see it coming back. It's, but again, this is the first time that Smash Brothers is referencing itself right. as a weird history piece. Yeah. I mean, that would be fantastic. I could maybe see it appearing as part of whatever this game's story or adventure mode might be. Like, as just a really neat callback where you maybe still find Mel and Mario or a whole team of them. Who knows? But I, I think it'd be cool if it appears, but it wasn't much of a stage yeah. either. So well, When we look at these stages, we can think about this. So We've been talking about how every fighter we add can upset the balance. But let's not forget that every stage we add has a similar effect to how the game works. Uh, when you re when you change stages, when you introduce new stages, you got to see how every fighter works on every stage. Can you imagine just the playtesting well, that goes into that? I love a, a thing that they made clear in this last Direct that the Final Destination Omega versions of all these stages in Smash Ultimate are all the exact same and have mm -hmm. the same properties. Because in Wii U, some of them didn't. Right. Uh, the Wrecking Crew level, for example, like, <laughs> there wasn't a, it, like, there, it was on a building, yeah. which meant the edges worked you caught differently. Underneath. You get caught mm -hmm. differently. So yeah. I like that they're like, fuck that. <laughs> Sakurai has moved away from the competitive nature since Melee so hard. And I feel like Brawl was like the direct uh, answer to that. Mm -hmm. Where he's like, like, there's tripping and stop playing. This is a fun game. Stop being competitive. Right. But Wii U was kind of like, a, hey, here's a middle ground. I feel like Ultimate is them being like, all right, look, 
we get this is a competitive game. We get that esports esports is a thing now. It wasn't when Melee came out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And we see it even with the training mode that they added here. There's a lot of little things that are added that are really speaking to the hardcore fighting game community. So, I don't know. I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the melee stages. Icicle Mountain, the ice climber stage. Oh, wow. That can Jeez. stay dead to me. <laughs> so that and moving on to Brawl, Rumble Falls. Yeah, yeah. Rumble Falls too. The only oh. reason, here's why I think Rumble Falls has a chance of coming back though, because they they introduced now ladder attacks in this game. And that stage had ladders as I recall. So that'd be a great opportunity to use them, yeah. um, even well, though I hate how that stage played. Dude, fuck that stage. <laughs> it was it a sucks, horrible stage, yeah. So bad. But so far, we've gone through five stages. Two of them have close, at least, aesthetic duplicates that will be in the game. One of them is so small that it's barely a stage, and two are stages that are generally reviled. Exactly. So, right. I mean... <laughs> and to clarify, they're reviled for the same way. They're both vertically scrolling stages. Which yeah. is just, it's just bad. It's not fun, yeah. Now, if anything, Icicle Mountain makes sense because it's in the style of the Ice Climber game. Right. So, like, I feel like there's a better argument for that. That's true. But and I feel like stage morphing, introducing that could get interesting. Like the vertical scrolling stages, like that might That's true. cause some mm-hmm. issues. I don't know. I'd be fine not seeing these <laughs> back. If I'm going to play a vertical stage in Smash Brothers, I want to be the waterfall from Contra. That'd be awesome. That would be. Um, next up, we got Flat Zone 1. Uh, and then later we see Flat Zone 2 and Brawl. But both of those are kind of like They're greatest in hits in sure. Flat Zone X. Right. So cool. Fine. fine. Um, we lost Mute City from Melee. It's very close to Port Town in, that was added in, in Brawl. Um, I loved the Mute City stage. Like I'm kind of sad to see it go. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see it back. I don't know why it necessarily needs to be back because it's not like the game doesn't have a lot of very similar stages uh, as it stands now. Um, but there also is the SNES version of Mute City from the 3DS version that is in the game. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. And the thing is, too, uh, they actually... Re- did they rename Mute City? No, I think it was always known as Mute City SNES, wasn't it, on 3DS? Or did yeah, they rename it I in the Ultimate version? I think it was always the same name. I'm trying to remember, yeah. If they renamed it, and that might be evidence for um, for the previous stage coming back. So, I'm just stoked we got Found in Dreams, because I thought that stage was fucking dead. And it's such a gorgeous the, stage. Gorgeous. It looks so good now. And the big reason that it didn't make Brawl was because the reflections were caused too much fucking power of the, the system. Mm-hmm. So Not so much problem than ever anymore. Now. Yeah, so that's great. Um, Mushroom Kingdom melee version. I don't see it coming back. It was very similar to Mushroom Kingdom 64, but worse. Which, but yeah, but it, but a worse <laughs> stage. Yeah. And we got the 64 one, so I'm fine with that. Right. And then finally, the one that I want back more than anything, oh, Poke Floats. I, Where you no, here's here's what I want. I want literally every stage back except for Poke Floats. <laughs> that would be um, just stick it to anyone who wants Poke Floats back. Fuck they, want that it, they want it back so bad. Uh, why do you, so why bad. do you want Poke Floats back? For the exact same reason you love Smash Brothers of just liking the chaos, liking yeah. the Poke Floats is one of the most infuriating stages of all <laughs> fucking is. time. You'd be on a, this goddamn balloon and it would just drop out of nowhere and kill <laughs> yeah. you. And you're like, why? Yeah. So much fun. All about chaos. <laughs> it really um, is. Moving on to Brawl, Rumble Falls, like we talked about, Flat Zone 2, like we talked about. Picto Chat 1. An interesting one to lose because we got Picto Chat 2. Right. And Picto Chat 2 sucks. <laughs> Picto Chat 1. Chat 1, didn't really good. Suck. No, I like Picto Chat 1. And so, uh, I'm surprised to see it go. That, yeah, that one's, I don't know if weird. it's just because Pick the Chat is a thing of the past and they don't want to. But again, that's history. So it's why history. get rid of it? So why not fucking have it? Yeah. Right. It's, I don't know. Uh, and then Mushroomy Kingdom 1 2. I imagine it's in there. I think so. I just I don't think it'll be its own stage. I think it'll be like it was in Brawl, where Mushroom Kingdom gives you random for one of the two. Right. 
Um, I'm actually kind of surprised to see that stage back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like I like that stage. I did too. It's a yeah. cool, fun thing. It got a lot of shit from people. But it's a weird stage. Yeah. yeah. Here's the original Mario Brothers level, but like a hundred thousand years in the future for some reason. Like, but, all right. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, a couple ones we lost from the 3DS pack maze. The, the Pac-Man right. maze. And probably for a good reason, because it was dependent on everyone having their own screen. Which, granted, you could still do on the Switch, but you would have to be, you could only play it in, you know, wireless mode. Which so. is not, is not going to happen. Right, for no, why would you? you have so, Golden Plains, the uh, Super Mario, new Super Mario Brothers 2 level mm-hmm. on the 3DS, had a similar thing where it's like there was different shit going on with coins. But I feel like that was an easier thing to solve for. And right. that level is in Ultimate. Yeah. Um, looking at Pac-Man's... I will be kind of sad if they don't figure that out. Yeah. Like, we don't need that gimmick. Like, maybe just make a new version. But I feel mm-hmm. like Pac-Man's fucking maze, if Pac-Man's <laughs> in the game, yeah, is it, worthy of... Miss m- Pac-Man? Of, of, of figuring... And, and that's my thing. The fact that we haven't seen Pac-Man's. Right. Maybe Miss Pac-Man in a trailer. That would be a good way of doing it. Um, especially because Pac-World cannot stand as Pac-Man's sole Pac- representation. Pac-Land? In Pac-Land. Mm-hmm. Pac-Land, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Jesus Fucking horrible. Like, I thought I didn't like Rumble Falls. <laughs> you know what I mean? And other that, that, no, you know what? That level might be my least favorite level. It's ugly as it's, that's, that's a thing, right? Well, At least Rumble Falls looks okay. It looks passable. Well, Pac-Land is an ugly game. It's a terrible game. It's not fun. Why is it, it represent? I hate because it, it's history again. Because because it looks it, like despite, a fucking fifth, like uh, a kindergartner doing MS Paint. Because despite the fact that it's an ugly game and it's not fun and it's not well designed, it's Super Mario Brothers almost a year before Super Mario Brothers just done right. badly, mm-hmm. and that is important to history. And I think that's part of why it it's did have uh, parallax scrolling. I think before it was a big thing. Yeah, right? they had a lot yeah. of a lot of interesting things in that game. Um, and then Rainbow Road, which might be one of the biggest bummers of stages that I don't think we're going to see back. You don't it was think it's great coming back? 3DS. I don't think it's going to be back because it heavily relied on assets straight from Mario Kart 7. Um, we've seen a bunch of other levels get full graphical upgrades, so I don't think that that's uh, a nail in the coffin for it. Um, but I don't see them kind of making it Mario Kart 8 styled or, or going too crazy into that. I'd love to see it, though, because Rainbow Road is so iconic. The I, sad, oh, well, go ahead. The, you. the sad thing is that most of Mario Kart stages in Smash so far kind of suck. Yeah. Like, you have Mario Circuit, and then you have, I think, Luigi Circuit, or whatever the, the DS one was. The first, yeah. It's the first track in both games. I, yeah, I, no, it's not. I think that back is not, not... Either way, they're boring stages. Rainbow Road is actually was at least visually interesting. So I think it's one of two things. I think either we do get a Rainbow Road 8 type stage or the Star Fox racing game is still real and we get a Star Fox racing stage in its place as DLC. Mm. Dang. Mm. <laughs> I just want Rainbow Road, man. Yeah. There's one on the list that I'm like, ah. it seems wrong that Rainbow Road's not there. Uh, moving on to Wii U. God, there's so few stages that are in this game. It's, it's nuts. nuts. Yeah. Uh, Pyrosphere. Uh, the reason it's not in is Ridley was the main mechanic of that level and, and it taking, sucked taking, it wasn't a fun stage it wasn't at all yeah. it looked kind of cool but like there's enough metroid stages i think we don't need it but like at the same time it wouldn't be hard to just figure out a new gimmick right yeah. whatever it is cray uh, jumps out of the lava instead cray already has his level though yeah i know i was being yeah it's not gonna work you have meta ridley maybe right is it meta ridley or uh, uh alt costume mecca ridley? yes i believe so right? now let, let that stage die i'm fine with that whatever um, and then one of the weirdest ones, probably the weirdest stage that we haven't seen yet, <laughs> Wooly World. Yoshi's Wooly World. Mm-hmm. That is strange, it's particularly with a new one supposedly coming out at some point. A new one coming out at some point. <laughs> Weird that that game got delayed as much as it did. Yeah. 
Um, but with Woolly World, like you'd think that the Wii U stages are the easiest ones to port over. They're HD that, already. That has no reason to not be in this game. I agree. There's, there's, it's not like it had some shit that no one liked. Pe- the aesthetic was kind of unique. Yeah. Do you think there's an eternal thing going on where it's like a Woolly World two situation where they want a stage tied into the new game? But I mean, when you look at all the rest of the stages of this game, has like. It's just this one stands out as like. Well, maybe somebody sitting in there. There's no gimmick in the stage. Obviously, no I, I don't know this, but maybe someone's sitting internally going, "Well, we've got a Woolly World two coming out, and I want a Woolly World two stage, and we're not going to have two Woolly Worlds." So in what would be kind of cool about that, though, there is a fact that Woolly World two stage in this game is that Woolly World is also the only stage from Smash Brothers Wii U, I believe, for a game that wasn't even out yet. Yeah. So yeah. that would be the exact same case this time as well. They pulled it off again. But see, yeah. they wouldn't because there is a Yoshi game coming out already next year that's not Woolly World. Hmm. Well, uh, right, but I mean, it's basically Woolly World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's similar. Yeah, hmm. oh no, I think we just go full Epic Yarn and forget Woolly World entirely. <laughs> Woolly World's better than Epic Yarn, and we all fucking know it. <laughs> I like Woolly World, but I think Epic Yarn's a better game. Really? Yeah. I don't know, man. Especially with two people. I don't know, man. Uh, Jungle hijinks. This is another one that I'm a little bummed to see go away. This is the one based on Tropical Freeze, where. There was two planes. It was so different. Yeah, yeah. It was it was something different going on. I like you can go in the the barrels and they shoot you into the background or foreground. I enjoyed that. I feel like if it gets cut in the final game, it's probably because of the stage morphing and that fucking that up. <sighs> Maybe. But, oh, that makes sense. I don't know though. I mean, it's it'd be such a great stage for a player smash. In fact, it might have been in the original game. I can't remember, but I, I feel like it has to come back. Well, what, so am I wrong in saying that in a player smash in Wii U you could only do big battlefield? Yeah, you are. No, there were there were a few stages that you could play uh, a player smash in. There was a few. That wasn't just the one. Yeah, there were there were several. Oh, and I, that might have been one of them. I can't. I didn't play a player smash too often. Hmm. So, hmm. regardless, I think I'd be a great candidate for a stage. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I hope it comes back because it was so different and it's more representative of Donkey Kong's more recent outings. And they are showing a lot of love to Donkey Kong uh, Returns and Tropical Freeze. Like the remixes of K. Rule's theme song is totally done in the style of Tropical Freeze. So can we talk real quick about how fucking amazing Gangplank Bat Galleon is? The remix is, is so good. So good. I like the one from Brawl, but this one is choice just blows it away so, yeah i just can't believe k rules in this game it's i can't amazing. believe he's actually yeah, so in good. the game <laughs> oh so man I, um, I i lost my shit during that trailer by the way like, yeah like my emotions I, I think it was a case for anyone who grew up in Donkey country games like when uh ddd revealed himself like what the fuck like what's going on here yeah and then king k roll pops up oh my Perfect. god so good that was completely not my reaction uh, <laughs> <laughs> orbital gate assault the Star Fox level the assault base level that yeah. went on way too long. <laughs> yeah. More hazards than I think any other stage in history. Um, beautiful stage. It is. Like, it, it, that's the thing is it reminds me of Big Blue from Melee where it's like, there's or Porca Floats even, where it's like, you gotta keep yeah, moving. And, like, the move. Fighting right. with other people is like just part of the battle. Um, I'd be kind of sad if it went away even because I love the Omega version. Mm-hmm. Like, just being able to have that stage and fight on it would be great. And then finally, Meverse. Uh, Meverse doesn't exist anymore, so they yeah. can find ways around it, but I, I just don't think they're going to. I don't I, know why they bothered originally with Meverse as a stage. It's just Battlefield. Meverse, but- dude. <laughs> I think I think Meverse, again, from the historical perspective, might be some, one of those things that we, we come back to to Smash Brothers from now. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Meverse is back. Remember when Meverse existed? You yeah. know, just like kind of a celebration of the of the company's hardware history, platform history. But right now, the wounds are too fresh. <laughs> I want uh, Meverse to come back with every message that appears in the background to be hand drawn by Sakurai himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the figure out a way to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it needs to be new messages or whatever. I think you just jump back two generations and make a Me Plaza stage. I'd be fine with that. That'd be awesome. I'd rather spend time in the Me Plaza, honestly. 
Um, and then the final thing, like those are all the 19. The final thing is uh, Tim Getty's wish list. Uh-oh. I want different, and I know this is so particular, but I want the different versions of Final Destination to be choosable. Dude, I'm right there with you. Absolutely. Because I, and we haven't seen the new Final Destination in actually in action for too long. We've yep. seen bits and pieces of it. Um, but I just fucking love Brawl's Final Destination so much. It's so fucking epic. It's, it's so epic. Not what, just the music. What decides it? Is, it? is it just that incredible theme? The music's great. Uh, the, it's the, the music's the fucking best. But it's just like the the journey from the different colors, from yep. the bright yeah. to the the dark, and like going through where it's like you're in a portal and then you see like Earth or whatever the fuck it, the world is. I love that. I loved the Wii U version where it was kind of the clashing like. Uh, like the, blue and red, the fire and ice, fire almost. And ice yeah. feel. Like I love that too. But then that's the thing is, like, I want to be able to play on all of them. We've never been able to choose Smash sixty four as at, uh, a destination stage, and I love the look of that one as well. Like there's just so much shit, and like that is Smash Bros up its own ass. The sirens are on our side here. That's not yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I want that. I, I fucking want that so bad, and uh, I just don't love the the weird architecture on the back of the Smash Ultimate stage. Where, like, I like it when it's just a fucking... There's nothing on this. It's a <laughs> platform. Right. Uh, whereas this one has a bit too much... It, it feels too battlefieldy. Yeah, me. I can see that. No, I'm right there with you. I think this would be a great way to pay uh, homage to the previous Smash Brothers games. And I, I think perhaps the ultimate way, um, particularly with the first one not being playable at all. So I... Here we go. <laughs> Artwork. Oh, shit! Oh, look at that! All the Smash Bros. Brawl oh. fucking thing. I love it. Yeah. It's, it's hard for you guys to see. Google Oriodo, O-R-I-O-T-O, uh, Smash Bros. And you can see that. Beautiful artwork. Uh, but yeah, we got to do it, man. Yeah. The, the good thing is uh, Smash Brothers, Final Destination, we know that in Ultimate it's going to have all the music at the very least. Right. right. All the different versions. So What we need is Echo Stages now. <laughs> That's how you handle oh, it. Oh, wow. Echo Stages, <laughs> wow. dude. Let's go. Oh man, that okay. is a pretty cool idea. Actually, <laughs> I am on my last sheet of paper here. This it's is exciting. exciting. Final this, thing of the show. This is epic. Oh, no, this is know, epic. It's not the final. thing. There's one more thing. There's the show a, yeah, after but, this. but the show is epic. It, like it, I'm oh, yeah. really having a great time here, Tim. Two more things going on. All right. La uh, second to last modes. All right. Oh. We've seen the main menu. We got Smash. We got games and more. We got Vault. We got online, and we got. Something that was blanked out in the direct, which people yep. have done a lot of internet sleuthing of looking frame by frame and doing some Photoshop, and it looks like it says spirits, okay. which is very, very interesting. <sighs> um, I was saying this earlier in the show. I love the layout of the menu uh, for this Smash more than any other game in the past. It's very clean looking. Just yeah. the UI, the, the way yeah, it's put the Because the UI in Smash is probably, besides tripping, the worst offense. Oh. That Smash has ever in Wii U in particular, it was garbage. Yeah. And Especially Brawl. with both of them. Brawl. I mean, I like Brawl way more than Wii U's at least. Mm. So, but yeah, but Wii U. The problem with Wii U, <laughs> I don't think it was necessarily the menu layout. It was the fact that they prioritized such bullshit at a top level. <laughs> what no one, yeah, no yeah. one wants Smash Tour. The biggest fucking, fucking icon. No on one the <laughs> wants that. Like it's just bad. Yeah. Uh, whereas this, I I really like how this is laid out. Um, for games and more, we can imagine we're going to get um, break the targets back. I'm mm -hmm. hoping they go back to the old style of every character having its oh, own. Oh, there's no way they're going back. I mean, I would love characters. that. Not with 70 characters, 70 I plus hope characters. I so, man. I, I hate, like, break the targets sucked from it did Brawl. Suck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, it actually sucked. When well, then Wii U did the weird Angry Birds version of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sucked too. Like, <laughs> there's so much shit where it's like, and the problem, one of my biggest problems with Smash is as the franchise went on, a lot of it became about quantity over quality. I do and agree with that. in terms of modes, that's why I feel like Melee really succeeded. Yes, Brawl had subspace, which was like, love it or a hate it. A bold experiment. A bold experiment. Know, and it yeah. succeeded in many ways, failed in many others. Um, but when you look at, at Melee, it's like, it's event modes had purpose. It's Break the Targets had purpose. Um, S- Smash 64, Board the Platforms was awesome because it was actually a test of skill with each individual right. character. Mm-hmm. Whereas you get to Brawl and it, it kind of feels like a shitty mobile game. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of the modes, single player modes, that they've, and even co-op modes or whatever that they've added since, have been shitty mobile game ripoffs. Mm-hmm. So do you care, would you rather just see the modes taken out and then focus entirely on this mega content drop for the characters in the stages or are there two or three classic modes that you just have to have my favorite thing about smash brothers besides playing with my friends has always been event mode okay the the like smash melee had 50 events that were thought out and fucking Mm -hmm. awesome Mm -hmm. and i feel like as the franchise has evolved they've gotten weaker and weaker right i liked what we you did of having the like easy medium hard modes for each of the events and with the roster of characters we have in smash ultimate there's more opportunity to come up with creative event modes that are super cool and fun. And so, like, so, so, like, what's it? What's a perfect event in your mind for a game like this? Uh, well, like I was saying earlier, just like imagine a player match of the most iconic video game characters of all time. Yeah. So, yeah. in a way, we're kind of already seeing that with classic mode, in which we can see like little subtitles yeah. for each character you're playing as. And they do seem to be themed. Like Kirby, I think, had like so, an eating theme. Classic mode, um, what we're seeing so far, yeah. we've, and we've only seen like three different screenshots right. of what classic mode looks like. In the previous games, there's usually about 10 different um, bullet points that you kind of hit. And there's bigger bullet points that represent the break the targets or break right. the platform or boss modes. In this one, none of the, they're all the same size. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to see if maybe classic mode doesn't even involve um, any gimmicky modes at all. They're right. all just fights. Okay. But each character seems to have its own headline um, to represent their story mode or their classic mode, which is really cool. Yeah. Kirby has Gourmet Clash. Uh, Donkey Kong has Journey to New Donk City. And Roy right. has A Journey of Swords. Um, I really kind of, I like that. And it, it, it excites me that there might be more kind of love and care being put into classic mode. Because that's another um, mode that I feel in the last two or three games has lost its luster. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I'm looking forward to actually playing classic mode for once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, yeah, even the 3DS one had that weird, like, pachinko machine type thing. Or, yeah. That's not the right word. Yeah. That's, like, I, I feel like a man out of my element on this one because there has never been a Smash Brothers mode outside of the core gameplay that I cared about. Dude. Got to give event mode a try, man. I, I mean, I, I can go back to it. It's you been should. a while. You but. should, man. Event mode is is special. It's right. really good. I, I'm, I trust you on this. And, You're almost always right about this and stuff. Adventure mode in, in Melee was like what I want to see come back the most. Um, but I, I want a mix between adventure mode and subspace emissary. Okay. So what was cool about adventure mode too, it was it was the first time we were seeing a lot of those properties brought into, at the time I felt like an HD generation, like, you know, or 3D I should say. Yeah. Like seeing these fully realized 3D environments for these games. So that was part of the reason why it was so awesome. Um, now I think they have to lean into the crossover angle. Like what else can we do with these properties? Yeah. Cool. I mean, you're right, because back then, Melee, when it came out in 2001... December, yeah. Uh, playing at, like, the first stage, where it was, like, kind of a Mushroom Kingdom-inspired uh, gorgeous. Where you see, yeah. like, Mario Golf in the <laughs> in the background and all this stuff going on. That was the first time we got anything close to a 2D Mario game since 
Super Mario World. Yeah, it'd right. been a really like, long time. And, yeah, and New Super Mario Brothers is still five years away at that point. I yeah. think. Yeah. For that kind of game, nobody was interested in making it anymore. So but going through yeah. the adventure mode, like going from that, going into the the. Yeah. The Zelda level where it was like Zelda two level, I yeah, believe the Zelda two level, <laughs> yeah. and you go into this giant dungeon, and like you have to kind of figure out a pattern to get through. It was super simple, and yep. it wasn't great, no. <laughs> you know. But it was like, oh, at least there's some thought put into this, and I, I feel like, um, and going through, and then you get to the Metroid level, and you have to get out as fast as possible. Like, right. There was a lot of love put into bits and pieces of that mode that we lost in Subspace mm-hmm. Emissary, but we gained uh, all of the CG cutscenes that were. Fantastic and so amazing. Good. You love so, those cutscenes so dude, much. I mean, oh I loved God. them too when I watched them the first time, but they're there so seems good. to be a really special place in your heart. Oh, yeah. Them. Well, because here's why. Because even within the context of a Smash match, every interaction a character can have with another is always the same. Like, punching DD in the face is no different than punching Wario in the face or yeah. Cloud. But in these cutscenes, we actually got to see these characters, their personalities come through and see how they interact with the different personalities. Without okay. voiceover. We, uh, yeah. that's, that's right. It was all just told through Like a selling movie almost. Yeah. Which, <laughs> and I did like that part. It was, that's, so great. Um, so in the last Direct, we saw a couple uh, modes talked about, uh, including Smashdown, uh, which is a new mode that has players go through the entire roster in a series of fights. Once a character is used, they can't be used again. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, of like, sometimes less is more. <laughs> like, we don't need all this extra shit. That sounds like a backwards version of All-Star mode that we don't even fucking need. Mm-hmm. Like, get that out of here. I'm glad tournament mode's back. That is yep. a feature that mm-hmm. was needed. Um, the training mode is getting significant revamp with its own stage focused entirely on analyzing data about characters from the reach of different attacks, seeing the trajectories at low, medium, high damage and all that. That's awesome. Uh, we don't know if Break the Targets and Board the Platforms are back, but we can expect at least a bastardized version of Break the Targets to, <laughs> okay. to make a return. That's a fair bet, yeah. Um, but they did announce Squad Strike. Hell yes. Which is a 3v3 or 5v5 team fight where you pick a slate of characters and go through each in a series of battles. Now you say hell yes. Why? I've been advocating for a while that I think Smash Brothers is needed or not needed, but it would be nice if we had some kind of tag team mode or take the one element that kind of worked in Smash Tour, which was what you had once at the end of the match, you could use all the characters you've grabbed up to that point as stocks and you'd cycle through them. I thought that was a really cool idea. So the fact they're taking that idea and making its own mode is brilliant. Being able to play through multiple characters in a single match is such a cool idea. Um, I wish maybe there was still a proper tag team mode so you could cycle between the same two characters if you want to, but I think this is a, this is a great new uh, addition that will really change too how you think about how to pair characters. You know, like do I want to lead with my strongest character? Do mm-hmm. I want to use them as my backup? Like how do you want to go about that? So I agree with you entirely. <laughs> now my worry is that's not what this mode is. Oh ah. shit. When you look at the screenshots we've seen at the top of the the page there's a uh descriptor of timed match two and a half minutes whatever it is. It is kind of implying that you're just going through five different versus matches back to back to back instead of it being one match in the style of Smash Tour. Oh man, I have to rewatch this because that was not Ooh. that was not my impression at all. It wasn't but, my impression yeah. either. And then I was saying the exact same thing you were and people in the comments were like, Tim, you should rewatch oh. that. So oh, I'm shit. worried I feel like it could go either way. If it's what you're talking about, this is gonna be fucking mm. awesome. Yeah. If it's just if a it, bunch of matches, if it's not what I think it is, what's the point? You can do that yourself. Because they mentioned uh, like, oh, it's built around passing the controller back and forth between different people. They're not going to have you do that in the middle of one match, mm. right? So I don't know. I'm concerned. Just putting out a little uh, man. I, there. 
this hurts, man. This, yeah. <laughs> I hope this isn't the case. So, because the mode you're talking about yeah. would be brilliant, for right? Smash Bros. And I think it'd be super awesome and yep. fun, especially five v five. Like that. As somebody that doesn't have a main anymore, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. it'll just like cycle through people. Yeah, yeah, I mean, a great way to experiment different characters. So mm-hmm. sure. I like the idea of having a team I can line up and choose. I also love the idea just for that again for that chaos of having the ability to have it be randomized and you not know till your mid match who's yeah. going to pop in. It's great. Yeah, be fun. Um, and then the final thing to talk about is spirits mode, whatever this is. Yeah, right. Andre, Obviously, you, that's where he plays Luigi's is? Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's the thing. Like, what do you think this actually is? I mean, I think this is the game's version of its single player mode, whatever that might be. But mm. I think it will hew closer to a proper story based thing, perhaps, you know, in the vein of or the idea of Subspace Emissary. I don't think to that extent. But I think this very well could be, uh, particularly given the fact that there's been a theme throughout these character trailers of people dying. We had mm-hmm. Luigi dying. We had Mario and Mega Man speared by Ridley's tail. We also had the villain versus uh, the protagonist angle. So I think this has all been kind of like leading together or tying. I think they do tie together, particularly uh, or also even with the first reveal trailer, how it almost seemed like some kind of like purgatory or hell. These characters, yeah, situation yeah. right. Going on. So I think I think they've been very very coy or clever with how they've been going around going about this and showing off these characters. And I think these these trailers might be cutscenes from this mode. Mm-hmm. So you know, setting up for whatever that match might be. So this is all Nintendo characters escaping from the Soul Stone, <laughs> basically. Which right. sounds <laughs> a little too dark. Like I feel like with what we've been given, that makes a lot of sense. But I I also feel like in Five months time, we might look back at this and be like, <laughs> what were we, we were yeah. crazy for putting together this narrative. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think the fire thing. I mean, we talked about that dark original reveal trailer, but like, how you, I think that flame existed so we could have the eye reflection, and it had to be dark for that reflection to make sense. I mean, that was one of the great reveals mm-hmm. that eyeball with it with mm-hmm. the smash right. logo appearing in the Squid Kid's eye. I think we might be reading too much into the into the dark. Every other trailer we've seen. It's true. Look it's at Ridley's. Pretty, yeah, yeah, you're look, right. Look at it Kid Rules, even. Look at um, that, obviously. And the, now Spirits, which Belmont's. would fit death. I exactly. Mean, so I'm like, I, it's just crazy enough to work. Uh, uh, yeah. But but I don't know. We have seen the lead into the K Rule video of like all the heroes versus villains. Right. Kind of build up. I don't know. And when Nintendo has taken whimsical takes on death before, mm-hmm. and it could be it could be a fun theme. The journeys from the underworld make good stories, and they that gives you a great excuse to stick a bunch of characters that don't know each other together. Characters mm-hmm. that not, you know, if you're all dead, well, that's <laughs> it's kind of like the inn in a D and D scenario. Like, why are all these people hanging out there? So they're going to adventure together. Well, if you're all suddenly dead, even if you died at different places at different times, you have a reason to band up and try to get out. Yeah. The only other kind of weird evidence we've seen of this being that type of mode is uh, Rathalos from Monster Hunter. Uh, when we, we see the dragon come in, it's on a completely flat stage right. that doesn't have any platforms. Why would there be a Monster Hunter stage if there isn't a Monster Hunter character or a proper Monster Hunter stage? They said there was 103. We're only seeing this. We also saw a version of it from the Castlevania stage, and they mentioned that we might see Dracula Mm -hmm. in in other places pop up. Yeah. Um, We haven't seen bosses like that since Brawl's Subspace Emissary. Correct. Yeah, the arena looks straight up as if it were from Subspace Emissary, Mm -hmm. where we had similar boss fights. So, yeah, I mean, it might be like a glorified boss rush type thing where you're mm-hmm. fighting different characters throughout the series. 
perhaps with the spirit's angle tying in. I don't know how that works. Like, are you rescuing souls from these enemies or and then putting them back in the bodies of the characters? I have no idea. <laughs> well, it's weird, too, because this Emissary was kind of the exact same plot that we're talking about. But in instead reverse. of being dead, it was people were being trophified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you had to get them back from being trophies. So right. like, it's, it's weird. The Smash Bros. lore is so <laughs> weird and, like, ridiculous when you think about it because like going from smash 64 which is essentially the story you get from that game is there's a little kid playing with with toys right yeah that you see in the intro and then the final boss is the master hand which is awesome you move to melee it's a little bit more adults you get the adventure mode and all that but classic mode ends with now the two hands like there's more control going on yeah. you move to brawl <laughs> and it's like like have you guys read the weird fan fiction shit about like i've seen it yeah what could be going on where it's yeah. like so there's the master heads, but then there's Taboo, which could be like the father of the kid, like <laughs> oh, taking away his toys or whatever. And again, that's fighting game stories, though, right? I mean, yeah. really, fighting games exist so we can have cool, interesting looking characters that feel different in combat beating each other up. The story is there because we demand it when they become franchises, when they become long series. We just have to have lore, but mm -hmm. it, it's inherently dumb, and that's okay. <laughs> That's fine. I mean, I think the dumber the better. Me too. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Enough of the predictions. Enough of the discussion going on. It is time for everyone's favorite game uh -oh. show. This year, this week, we're doing mobile game or Nintendo product. It's mobile game or bullshit. It's mobile game or bullshit. All right, it's time for Mobile Gamer Bullshit. Today, Mobile Gamer Nintendo product. Now, I sit between two bona fide Nintendo experts. So, ladies and gentlemen, I did not go with, with the easy stuff here. I went uh, a little deep into that Nintendo lore. Oh, man. Uh, I'm relying very heavily in particular on the work of the good people at BeforeMario.com, uh, who chronicle Nintendo's toy-making history. Uh, and it's it's a long, you know, as we know, Nintendo began largely as a Hanafuda company, a, a playing card company, and has since produced all kinds of products. So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to read you the name of a mobile game. I'm going to read you a tiny segment of that game's description from the iOS or Android stores. And then you're going to tell me whether or not that's actually a mobile game or whether that's bullshit and actually a Nintendo product. Okay. Okay, uh, Kevin. I you have keep... never won this, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, shit. All right. No, so we're on a team then, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Kevin, will you please keep score? As Greg's not here to keep score as he normally does. There are five questions with a tiebreaker, just in case. I think uh, I'll allow our uh, guests to go first, if that's all right mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. Tim? Chaotic Cube. But it doesn't say a cube for long. Chaotic Cube is the name of the mobile game, the description, but it doesn't stay a cube for long. And that's all the info I get. That's all the info you get. <laughs> is right. that a mobile decide, game? Is okay. it a mobile or game or a Nintendo product? It's a mobile game. It's a mobile game. Tim Geddes. I'm going to go mobile game. Mobile game. Number two, Tim Geddes. Monkey magic. Line up and match four monkeys to keep the magic going. Monkey match. <laughs> See, this is where I get so caught up in my own head because I'm right. Like, that, That's how this that game description works. Description sounds like something Jared would make up. Maybe make I it did. up a mobile game. You don't know. Oh man, I'm gonna go. You don't know. Wait, these exist either way, right? Mobile They're real games. things. Okay. They're so either sure. a mobile right. game going, or okay. Nintendo product. <laughs> I'm going Nintendo product. Oh, Nintendo man. product, he says. That's you. What's it called again? It's called Monkey Magic. Monkey Magic. The description, line up and match four monkeys to keep the magic going. 
I'm going to go mobile again. Mobile game. Number three. Back to you, Andre. Lefty RX. Jesus. <laughs> Lefty RX. I feel like I want to go mobile again, but it's like the thing. It's like the Scantron thing. Well, what's the description? In a row. What's the description? Oh, the description. Oh, thank Lefty you. RX. The Gordicon Empire must be stopped. Mobile. Are they all just mobile? Like Mobile game. <laughs> I'm going mobile. Tim Geddes. Lefty RX is a Nintendo product. A Nintendo product, it's a Nintendo says. product. Number four. Tim Geddes. Yes. Ultra Machine. Fuck. 25th Century Mech Warfare. Nintendo product. Nintendo product. Andre? I'm going Nintendo 2 because they had the uh, Ultra 64 before it was Nintendo 64. So And the Ultra Hand as well. So there's a history with the Ultra word there. So ah, what's the Nintendo. Ultra Hand? Uh, it was an Extendo hand they had. Like you could use it to grab things three feet from you or so. It was like awesome. a toy. Number five. Miracle Trump. Miracle Make Trump. Miracle Trump. Yeah. Miracle Trump. Make America great again. <laughs> this is a uh, this is a mobile game. Mobile game. Undeniably, <laughs> it's not a Nintendo <laughs> yeah. product. It's a mobile game. But have you seen game. some of the games on the eShop recently? Though? Oh wait, you know what? No, it's a Nintendo product. It's a Nintendo Fuck product. You think so? I'm going Nintendo product. <laughs> Whoa! You're trying to play me, Jared Petty. Look at that. Look at that man. Nintendo product. He says, "All right." And then we got the tower. Ladies and gentlemen, Chaotic Cube, but it doesn't say a cube for long. Chaotic Cube is actually a toy by Nintendo. It is a puzzle toy, uh, one of those little like hand puzzles uh, made in the early 1970s, I believe. So we both got that wrong. Puzzle Cube. Kevin, what's that score? Zero, zero. Okay. Number two, Monkey Magic. Ladies and gentlemen, the late 1970s Nintendo arcade game. Monkey Magic, a Nintendo video game. Oh, Let's man. go. That's right. A clone oh, of Breakout featuring a monkey face where the blocks would normally go. How many times did they clone Breakout? Because Kirby had his own Breakout clone, <laughs> too. What there the was hell? a lot of Breakout cloning <laughs> went on back in the day. I guess so. There was a lot of that. They, they cloned for several years before they did too much original stuff. It it, they're fight. Echo. Echo games. Okay. Yep, good point. Score now. Tim, one to zero. Echo games. I like that. That's really good. Name, my name my new game company. <laughs> Number three, Lefty RX. The Gordicon Empire must be stopped. Lefty RX is, in fact, a Nintendo radio-controlled car toy. Yes! Oh, Are these all shit. Nintendo products? Designed by Gunpei Yukai. <laughs> I might win something! Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, Lefty RX designed to, much like the Game Boy and other Nintendo products, to take an emerging technology but make it affordable and easy to do. So they stripped remote-controlled cars down to a tiny size, just made it the simplest possible thing they could, and sold it for much less than other RC cars so kids could actually afford it. Wow. Much All like, right. and that's kind of the Nintendo philosophy. And, yeah. uh, and they, they talk a lot of that, that again, our friends at uh, over at BeforeMario.com. Uh, number four, Ultra Machine. You were correct. I pretended not to know the Ultra Hand, but actually, yes. Uh, <laughs> I pre- nice. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ultra Machine, indeed. The Ultra Machine 25th Century Mech Warfare. No, it is, in fact, a batting practice machine that throws baseballs at you and also comes with a wi- wiffle bat. It's an electric baseball thrower like you get in a batting cage that oh, you could man. buy for your home. From Nintendo? From Nintendo. All right. A toy I'll take, Nintendo. I'll take my point. From yeah. the same era as the Ultra Hand. Well, there it makes sense. Yeah, they actually have a third Ultra uh, item as well from that period. Oh, wow. And finally, Miracle Trump. <laughs> Make America great again. Trump, uh, for those of you who have not lived in Japan, is the popular name for American-style playing cards in Japan. They are referred to as Trump. If you're playing with, like, yeah, exactly, like Trump cards. If you're playing, like, with poker cards, those are called Trump in Japan. 
So Miracle Trump is a toy where you bought a deck of cards that came with a pair of sunglasses. Oh my God. I got killed. The sunglasses in the box, when you put them on, reveal hidden ink on the back of all the cards that shows you what the other guy is holding. Oh. So if you're a kid and you're wearing the sunglasses, you can see the invisible card markings wow. and do magic tricks. Or you can use them to do magic tricks for your friends. Either huh. way. That's Miracle Trump. <laughs> Kevin, what's that score? Holy shit. Tim Geddes has won. Finally! Finally. Tim Geddes. He's like seven <laughs> losses in a row. Has well, I'm won glad I could do that for you, man. Thank You're you. welcome. First yeah. ever you. game of mobile game or bullshit. Kevin, what's that song one more time? It's And in case you didn't notice, those were all Nintendo products. Wow, there were no mobile right. games it's this funny week. Like, these are all mobile games. Once it got to number five, I'm like, fuck, I'll give completely different answers to the entire thing. Going back. <laughs> yeah, I, I put them in order meanly. Yeah, like that that. There's cruel. definitely a lot oh, of that. I, I, I really do try to try to trip y'all up occasionally. What a fun episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast. I could talk about Smash Brothers forever. Absolutely. And you gentlemen are great people to do that with. Andre, where can people find you? You can find me on Game Explain. Just type into Google. It'll take you right there. We cover all kinds of Nintendo products. I mean, everything Nintendo, basically, including Labo, Smash Brothers Ultimate. We do weekly discussions like we do with Smash Brothers Wii U and 3DS. We do in-depth analysis videos where we break down every trailer for like 20, 30 minutes sometimes and point out every secret that, that you can find in it. And yeah, we do discussions and just all kinds of Nintendo-related things. So check it out. Definitely check it out. I'm a big fan of them over there. And Jared, do you want to pay anything? No, sure. Yeah, on? I'm going to be at PAX next week, uh, both for Red Dead Radio Live and for, uh, along with Greg Miller and several other friends, uh, the quest for the perfect Superman game. Also be appearing at the uh, Parrish Schneider Cup uh, mm -hmm. Intersight Championship. I will be too. Will be too. All right. right. Yeah. I guarantee that I will lose. To you. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that going on. Uh, and then, of course, RedDeadRadio.com. Uh, lots happening in the world of Red Dead. I hope you'll check that out uh, and support the work we do there. Hot Blip and a Jump, the uh, video essay series about... Uh, well, just how great games are wonderful in every imaginable way. And uh, you can find some of my work over right now. I'm doing a lot for uh, IGN this month. So mm. I've been a bit busy boy right oh. now. Yeah, having a good month. Uh, this is definitely up there as one of the longest <laughs> Gamescast episodes we have ever done. Uh, I'm very happy about that. If you want the episode to not end yet, you can stay tuned to the post show that we're going to do that'll be a little bit longer. You can be a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash games to see that at your leisure. Until then, I love you.